Hi, my friends. Everybody. Everyone. Take notice. The best show is underway. Whole gang's here. AP Mike is here tonight. You're here, right? Good. Are you fired up? Oh. Got here. Got here an hour early. Unbelievable. Hour early. The neighborhood watch must have had a field day with that one. Studio's here. Chat is he here? Oh, there he is. Oh, he's right here. Oh boy. Studio's here. I got a story to tell about him. No one is innocent anymore with this crew. Pat Byrne is here. Pat's innocent. Pat, unlike the rest of you guys. Boy, do we have a fun show for you tonight. Tonight! Two things going on. Ladies only. No dudes can call. No dudes allowed. Ladies only. 201-332-3484. Ladies. Wall to wall. Ladies on the on the show only. No dudes. The only dude allowed is Matt Walsh is going to call later. He's a guest. He's an exception to the, to the no ladies, to the all ladies, no dudes allowed thing. So if you are a lady, if you are a non-dude, I'm going to expand it and say non-dudes, 201-332-3484. No dudes allowed. Sorry, dudes. You know, you run everything. Right, Mike? By all rights, I shouldn't be here tonight. I will gladly leave. If a lady wants to come down, take it away, as Paul McCartney said. And now, it is time for the best show to begin. Go. Go, best show, go. Go. There you go. Oh.
everybody. The Best Show is back on a Tuesday night. Tuesday is Best Show night in America. Sunday is football night in America. Tuesday is Best Show night in America. It's comedy night in America. It is fun night in America. Tuesday used to be a night where... America did what? What TV shows were famously on Tuesdays? Well, what shows were on Tuesdays? I don't know what. Uh, the, 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 the happy days? Was that a Tuesday or a Thursday? I, I don't know. But now Tuesday night stands for the best show and only the best show. And this is the best show. My name's Tom Sharpling. I am here. Until midnight, and boy, do we have a special show for you tonight. First things first, we got Matt Walsh uh, calling in later, you know, from the Upright Citizens Brigade. From Veep. He's going to tell us all about his new movie, A Better You. And a bunch of other things. But the main thing is that tonight... No dudes allowed. You got that, Mike? No dudes allowed. I wonder in in uh, in what the Vegas odds on how many dudes Mike lets through tonight are. What are the odds right now? What would you say, uh, Dudio? Eleven. You you say zero? You think Mike throws a no hitter tonight? Boy, though, I, you know who could have used him? Your New York Mets. And seriously, my condolences in all seriousness. I know I teased all my fans of the Mets who listen to this show. I was teasing you about how they were destined to, to not win and it was the best thing that could happen to you that they wouldn't win. You couldn't handle victory. That a Mets loss is probably the best thing for you. I think I would have liked to have seen what happened if you guys won. I would have liked to have seen Mets fans drink from the victory cup that I drink from every week at midnight upon the conclusion of an episode of The Best Show. The cup I sup from. Sup? Sip. I sip from the victory, from my victory chalice at the end of every episode. And no, no one does it like the best show does it. They can't touch it. Right, Mike? They can't touch it, these clowns. They think they can touch it. They can't touch it. Tonight, no dudes allowed. If you're a dude, you ain't getting through. Let's go to the phones. And the phone number is 201-332-3484. Let's go to the phones and get this party started. Besha, welcome. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Um, Teresa from Kentucky. Are you for your fish and chat? Teresa from Kentucky. How are you tonight, Teresa? I'm fine, thank you. How are you doing? Good. How are things in Kentucky? Well, um, let's see what's good in my life is I got to try improv for the first time this past weekend. You did? Yeah. Um, it was, it wasn't like, it wasn't anything 
big. It was a Toastmasters convention plus a few people from the filmmakers group that I'm in. That's and big. Just a free acting workshop playing Who's Line game. I think that's um, fun. How long were you up yeah. there for in total? Well, I was a little bit nervous about movement. Um, I'm on crutches, so I didn't want to get up for like the human. I wasn't sure how the human machine or puppeteering things were going to go for me. I wanted to observe this time. Mm-hmm. But for the, the party game, guessing who's at the party, that was fun. But I was given Jeb Bush, and I don't, I realized, like, I just went blank. I suddenly knew absolutely nothing about Jeb Bush. So all I could do was kind of pretend to be a politician and mm-hmm. say, no, this is like a great opportunity for me, and I'm just, I can't wait to tell you what I'm all about eventually someday when I actually know what I'm about. Maybe somebody else will give me a clue what I'm about. Mm-hmm. And then guy playing Donald Trump walks in and has an easy time of it because there are Trump sound bites all over the news. Yeah, it's Donald Trump. Donald (laughs) Trump. Do you think, do you know he's hosting uh, uh, Saturday Night Live this week? (laughs) Did you know that? Sort of. Do you remember the last time he hosted? He said these magical lines. We've got a great show for you tonight. Toots and the Maytals are here. He actually said he had to, like, that was the band. Toots and the Maytals were there wow. with him. Who's there this week? Did they play Funky Kingston? I wonder who's there with them this week. Who's there? Uh, uh, I, wonder, I wonder who's there. Skrillex? Do you think Skrillex is there? We got a great show. Diplo and Skrillex are here. <laughs> right? They'll do all that stuff. Yeah, like whatever, because Donald Trump likes to win parties, and they need a good club party going for him to win, so Skrillex would be perfect. We got a great show. Leon Redbone is here. (laughs) He's going to do the Mr. Belvedere theme. You ever watch that show, Mr. Belvedere, Teresa? I, I miss that show so much. I was just a kid. Well, let me tell you about it. But first, I want to tell you about the music I played. I played... Limonania, Limonania, Limonanias, Limonanias. I'm so bad at Limonanias is that lasagna with lemonade or a lemon on a cat. What? Lemonade on a cat? You, uh, Wesley Willis? To, I was trying to parse Limonanias and I wasn't sure if it was like lemonade lasagna or. A lemon helmet put on your well, cat. I thought, you were throwing on the some, I thought you were throwing some Wesley Willis songs my way. <laughs> um, we heard their song, I've Got Trouble in Mind, from the album of the same name put out by the label Trouble in Mind. The great record label Trouble in Mind. That's Such a good label. <laughs> and before that, we heard Wimps from their new album, which came out on Kill Rock Stars. I think this week, I think it came out this week or last week, name of the album is Suitcase. And the song we heard is Vampire. That's so good. Kill Rockstar is such a great label, right? Yeah, a little bit. I've heard a little. Heard a little bit. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. I wonder who who could be the musical guest this week. We got a great show for you tonight. Who would be there? K 
Keen is here. Right? Does he have some relationship with the Kardashians? What if Keen came out and played that song? Or is that just... Remember that one song? Oh, simple thing. Where have you gone? I'm kidding. It's getting hard and I need something to rely on. That's so the sort of tell thing, me the now. The louder you have to say You're going to let me in. I wonder if they would do that. They'd go back to the well be like, why don't they just have bands do that on SNL rather than play two crummy new songs, right? Mm-hmm. We got a great show for you. Dead Moon are here tonight, right? Wouldn't that be <laughs> awesome? Dead Moon come out. The Dirt Bombs are here. Weird Paul. We got a great show. Weird Paul is here. The pride of Pittsburgh. Weird Paul. Well, Teresa, congratulations on doing improv. That is not a small thing. Were you Were you nervous? Well, a little bit. Mostly about movement because mm-hmm. and getting up and mm-hmm. repeatedly. But, oh. like, I, I am a person who likes to sit at home and write jokes, but is not mm-hmm. used to collaborating with other people and needed that badly. Good. It's good to do, though. It'll help you with your joke writing. Your joke writing yeah. will get better. Cause look, I feel I'll... pretty confident when I'm alone in my room. I think I'm so funny that I publish it to Twitter, and it's one, one star. Okay. <laughs> well, Teresa, I appreciate you calling, and congratulations on launching your improv career. Yeah. And you have a grand evening. You too. Bye. Yes. Dudes are not allowed on the show tonight. The only dudes allowed, Matt Walsh will call up in a little bit. We'll talk to him. But outside of that, no dudes allowed. Best show, you're on the air. Um, hi. Hi. Who's this? Uh, Francis. Francis, where are you calling from? Winnipeg. Winnipeg. What's going on tonight, Francis? Um, I was going to talk about something relating to the 100 worst characters of all time thing that you did a while ago. Yeah. You know you should talk about is uh, oil in that squeaky door I just heard. Right? Yeah, maybe. They, do, they don't have uh, WD-40 up there in uh, Winnipeg? Uh, probably somewhere. Did you ever see the movie My Winnipeg? I don't think I have. Good. It's about your town. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. You should watch it. So, what do you have for the the topic we did a, a bunch of months ago? The 100 worst characters. Uh, yeah. What I'm would... not sure. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go. Uh, a caller brought up a certain character. I'm not. I can't remember which one it was. But you said that they belonged on the list of the 100 worst, like most depressing characters. Of all time. And were you to make that list, I have one for the list. Maybe we'll do the 100 most depressing characters of all time. Yeah. um, Charlie Brown. Yeah, Charlie Brown. Way up there. Charlie Brown's a loser. Right? Yeah. Look, this guy's a loser. He never kicks a football. Because... Like, everyone's always just rude to him. And he never he never does anything about it. He's always just like, uh, yeah, I'm a blockhead. First of all, what, what's his goal? To be a kicker in football? That's really his goal? Well, doesn't he, like, try and lead the team at some point, but everyone just fails and they can't get any sponsors or something? That sounds like Wayne's World. You sure that's Charlie Brown? <laughs> yeah. Do you have Wayne's World up there? 
Yes, we do. What's your favorite thing on television? Um, either Gravity Falls or Steven Universe. Oh, Steven Universe. Guess who does a voice on that? I do believe that you do. Me! Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Do you want me to give you a uh, an autograph right now? Over the phone? Yeah. Okay. What's your name again? Francis. To Francis. Thanks for watching. Tom Sharp. Thank you. Have a great night. Thanks. You Hi. too. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's that this? That was really cute. This is Marissa from Portland. Marissa from Portland. Which Portland? Oregon or Portland, Maine? Oregon, yeah. The real Oregon. one. You guys hate that there's a Portland in Maine, don't you? It just it, it brings down the whole Portland franchise, right? <laughs> Where you got these fishermen. Well, you got these fishermen are talking, right? They're in their law. Lo- they're right, they're waiters. Lozenges. Yeah, they're uh-huh. hold, they're holding they're 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 busy uh, holding lobsters, right? Pulling lobster uh-huh. traps out of the water, and you're like, uh, yeah, that's not what goes on in Portland. We're like, we don't care until it's on a bicycle. Yeah. You guys are pulling the thing out of the water and it's got heroin in it. (laughs) Right? The traps out of the the, uh, ocean. Yeah. uh, It has heroin and special appearances by. (laughs) So what's going on tonight? Uh, Nothing. You're just doing an all-ladies night, so I thought I'd call in. It is. Uh, I called in. uh... Sick of these dudes, right? I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them. <laughs> these guys. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, just call it. Uh, blah, 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 Right? Sure. They're a snooze. I don't know. That's... <laughs> You're talking to somebody that lives in Portland. All the dudes here are snooze. What was that? Oh, all the guys here are snooze. Look, there's plenty of good dudes out there, just like there's plenty of good there's plenty of good ladies out there, and there's plenty of ladies who are a snooze also. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. Just trying to just trying to tilt the balance the other way for once <laughs> the phone lines don't get clogged by all this gray paint that these dudes are. It's like it's like gray paint. It's like a giant can of gray paint dumping it all over everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I'll go like this. Best show. Uh, hey, Tom. Uh, yeah, what, what's going on tonight? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Uh, yeah. Um, so, when I called in a few weeks ago, yeah. my darling husband in the background started talking like Jimmy Stewart, mm-hmm. and I mentioned it in passing. Boy, that sounds charming, and not like anything <laughs> you get sick of immediately at all. But don't worry, you're with uh, him forever. Right? You and that Jimmy Stewart impression are together till the end of time. So I thought um, I might explain to some people why uh, why he does that. And which impression is he doing? What's he going? Mary! That? Harvey! No. Mary! He's <laughs> oh, moaning he, about someone, Jimmy Stewart. Uh, I'm scared of Jimmy Stewart. Why is that? And so he'll follow me around saying everything in a Jimmy Stewart voice. Um, I'm scared of Jimmy Stewart because the first movie I saw him in was Vertigo. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was my introduction to his brand. And, like, it sort of lit everything else in the context. Yeah. 
so I didn't see, uh, what is it called? It's a Wonderful Life until after I saw Vertigo. Mm-hmm. So if you impose the Vertigo character onto the It's a Wonderful Life character, it's like a really manic, terrifying person. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Vertigo. How? When's the last time you saw Vertigo? Well, I watched it uh, a few years ago with my husband, who had never seen it, mm-hmm. and that was a terrible mistake. Is that what started <laughs> the impression? That's what started it, yeah, oh. and now he'll follow me around. Everything I say, he'll, he'll repeat it in a Jimmy Stewart voice. I'm telling you, you got you to you, you, you flush this dude. No offense. I'm not here to, <laughs> I'm not here to tell you. Uh, I like this one. Look at this one, 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 one whiner. Shouldn't Sharpling have played only girl bands tonight? Yeah. Well, I believe that was a woman singing in Limignanas. And uh, uh, I'm not sure about the wimps, I think. Let me see what the, this picture of the wimps looks like. Oh, there's a woman. Okay. Yeah. Why, don't you, uh, why don't you monitor you? Why don't you go get your ears cleaned out, Mark? Oh, these dudes they they can't they're pushing back so hard they're so mad at this that they they're not allowed to call tonight they're so mad they're so they can't they they they're, they're, they're twi- they got their, they got their britches all knotted up yeah you know what i mean they're britches <laughs> mike didn't and mike look i'll tell you this ap mike fought me on this tooth and nail <laughs> i don't believe you for a minute he said he said, this is the worst idea. <laughs> said, I, I think you're telling tales. No, this, I, 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 this is what I heard. These ladies are, he said, these ladies are bad. They're bad callers, Tom. And <laughs> I, I just think he just didn't want to be put under the microscope of, uh, of, uh, of, of having to vet to make sure nobody was doing a, a fake voice. Has anyone? Maybe he just. Has anyone tried yet, Mike? Not yet, not like. Hello, I'd like to talk on the show tonight. Hi, it's me, I'm a lady. Let me through, Mike. That's Mike. He, Mike's a good guy, though. He's sad because yeah, the Mets... I think he just didn't want to hang up on anyone. He's sad because the Mets lost in the World Series, and he wanted, he wanted... I wanted him to win on his behalf. He did. Uh, yeah. I wanted to see him in the Canyon of Heroes, which is where <laughs> that's where they have parades for in when New York sports teams win. <laughs> and that's the that's the walk to for me, the walk from here to the car is the Canyon of Heroes every Tuesday night. <laughs> every show well, wins. We all have to take our Canyon of Heroes with us. But seriously, this is the this this show. It's like you hear these other shows, right? They're all terrible, right? No, no, not my show. <laughs> these other shows, like these other podcasts. You ever hear these other podcasts? Name a um, bad. Podcast. I don't listen to a lot of them because they're really boring. Yeah, you know, well, name a really bad one. So, and I can just go. Hey, you said it. I didn't. I don't know. I don't listen to the bad well, ones. Just name one you were just like yuck that you checked out and you were like yuck. Uh. I can't. I don't remember those kinds of things. I'm sorry. Well, that's all right. Well, look, I I appreciate the call. Thank <laughs> okay, you so much. Thank you. You have a great day. All evening. right. Bye bye. Bye. The topic for tonight is why 
do I bother? And that is the hashtag over on uh, social media. Why do I bother? And I've got a story that is the definition of why do I bother. One thing I do want to tell you, though, my friends. If you're looking for a domain name, this is what you should bother. You go to internet.bs. That's right. Internet.bs. Internet.bs. These dudes heard about the best show. They heard us say, hey, we'd like to get some some advertising from people who are fans of the show. And then Internet.bs rang the bell. Lean and mean, man. They run a lean and mean organization up there. Ten people. Not some giant corporation with uh, hundreds upon hundreds of people. They're not spending their money on the frivolous stuff. There's not ice statues or or, or, uh, caviar fights in the boardroom. No. They run a lean and mean organization and they pass the savings on to you. Now, what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about domain names. And you need a domain name if you want to get a website, start a business. Everybody's got to have a business and a website for their business. So everybody needs to go to internet.bs and lock down their website. It's simple. Low on the upsell when you go to the site. They don't make a click through a bunch of products you don't want just to get the domain name. Consistently, the best price registrar in the market. They order, they offer a large range of domain name choices. And they give you things like free private who is, free web forwarding, free email forwarding, and free DNS management. Internet.bs is the domain registrar of choice for subject matter experts all over the world. That's web designers, developers, SEO gurus, among others. All the internet boffins use internet.bs. Maybe I'll get the name internetboffins.bs. What about that? Well, all these boffins are certainly using internet.bs because it's the lowest cost and easiest registrar uh, site uh, going in the whole registrar universe. Easy to use customer portal gives you total control of the management of your domains. So get this, my friends. You want to buy a domain, you go to internet.bs. It's that simple. They're running a promotion right now on .us domain names. Now look. .us is the domain name for the United States of America. I'm surrounded by these uh, anti-American people like Mike, Dudio. Not me, man. I fly the flag. I'm a patriot. And I support the U.S. I support .us domain names. And I support internet.bs. This is what you do. You go to internet.bs backslash Mike Rules Tom. Not crazy about that still. They're still keeping that active. They love Mike for some... Not for some reason. I, I get why I love Mike. Mike's great. Internet.bs backslash Mike Rules Tom. And you get a .us domain name for just $5. Internet.bs backslash Mike Rules Tom. You get a .us domain name for just $5. Internet.bs. Go there. I'm going to the phones. I'm being told 
that there is a famous person on the hotline being told to disregard these normal people, that there's a celebrity looking to join the program. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And I'm being told it's Matt Walsh. How are you, Matt? Um, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. This is now for people who don't know who Matt Walsh is. I'm going to just tell you, you'll know who this. He's that guy. He's that guy in a thing. Like you see, who's who's Mike on Veep? You know him from that. Who's the guy from the? What do people recognize you from, Matt? The tornado movie? Uh, into the storm. I was just thinking, can we just create a pre-recorded resume before I get on the air? Like to just say, like who you are? Yeah, I think like just to cue people in. You know him so as don't... Mike McCready. Mike McCready. That's a guy from Mike Pearl Mc... Jam. Right, Mike McClintock. Mike McClintock. Yes. You... Okay, how about this? He's from. You know him as Mike McClintock from HBO's Veep and the guy from Into the Storm and the Upright Citizens Brigade. And now he's on the best show. Let's welcome comedian Matt Walsh to the program. How's that? That's perfect. And he's the director of A Better A Better You? A Better You. Which is you, you you directed and wrote it or Yeah, with Brian Husky. How do you this is the thing. Look, I'll I'll be honest, Matt Walsh. When I when I first met you, I was like, This dude is one of the funniest guys going. But you you seemed like a performer, up down every which way. Like you're you were in the you were the performer, but now you're behind the scenes on things? Just it's, it's um, it shames the rest of us. It shames uh, us. Well, you haven't seen the movie yet. Maybe I'm no good. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah. Wait. What? Yeah. What if I watch the movie? I'm just like, ooh. Okay. Now I know how. Now I know how he's doing both things. <laughs> One of them not as good as the other. No, people like the movie. They do. They, they do. do. And, and the movie, you get, what's the one, what's the one liner on the movie for, for, for when you're on, uh, uh, say you're on Comedians Unleashed and you have to give the quick one liner to, uh, to what's his face, uh, who's the guy on Comedians Unleashed? I don't know it. It's that show where it's, a uh, uh, Byron Allen. You ever oh, seen Byron it's, that show. Okay. it's on at like two in the morning and you'll look and it'll yeah. be like, Oh, it's Bobby Slayton and, and, uh, kid from Bobby. kid in play. It'll be like, it's, yeah. Yeah. So what it is, like it's, it feels like it's produced by the guy who did, uh, Cisco and Ebert. Yeah. It feels like they're shooting it on their set at night. Like when those guys would leave. Like, maybe a Vegas, 
maybe a Vegas hotel room is what I'm guessing. Where they aim, the, where they slide that movie poster at that angle. You ever see that? Where it's just like it's yeah. at the forty-five degree angle. The yeah, the movie poster. On a simple, on a simple easel, maybe some red <laughs> curtains in the background, and and two modern stuffed chairs. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For for that perfect four minute conversation that you have with with Byron Allen with Byron Allen, Billy Bob Thornton walks into the room. He's like, you get four minutes with me, and then you get you get two questions, and then he gets up and walks out. So a better you, the 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 plot of this is what a hypnotherapist who can fix everyone but himself. Okay, and it's got it's got it's got uh, Brian Husky who's super funny. Yep, Horatio Sands who you love, super funny. Andy Daly, one of the funniest humans on the planet, super funny. Uh, Aaron Hayes, amazing funny funny gal you might know from Children's Hospital, which is a super funny show. Super funny show, uh, and then you got. Drop-ins by, uh, oh, Parvesh China. Do you know that guy? Parvesh he was on, China? China. He was on Outsource with me. Okay. Uh, you got... Rob uh, Hubel. Rob Hubel comes in as the, yeah, Rob Hubel is a nice run in there. Nick it's Kroll. Like, Nick Kroll, yeah. Joe Gare. Joe Gare. Joe Gare is yeah. in this? Did he win a Joe contest? <laughs> Joe Gare is in it, and he has a moment. Okay. It sounds like, look, when I see when I see a list, no offense to Joe Gare, who I think is a great person, I'm looking at a list, I see, I see Andrew, Andy Daly, I see Rob Hubel, Brian Husky, Horatio Sands, Natasha Legero, and I see Joe Gare, it sounds like he won some sort of auction to get in the movie, like one of those, it's kind of, like a. It's kind of like putting a. He's a scene star, you know. He follows the comedy scene. All so. right, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And where but, can uh, where can people see Joel it? Trulio, Joel Latrulio. Joe mentioned another wonderful performance in the movie. Super funny. And where yeah. can people see this movie, Matt Walsh? Uh, on a transactional on demand portal. Okay. So if I was on, like, a, iTunes, iTunes. Time, time Order Cable, DirecTV, your Hulus, mm-hmm. your Playstations and Xboxes, apparently. Yeah. All those places, yes. You can yeah. get. Or com. Yeah. And people should go do it as soon as this show's over. This is what I'd say. Listen to the show. But pull the trigger on a rental, and then you just watch it, and then you come in late for work tomorrow. Yeah, and if you like it, give us a review, because that's what gives you traction in the internet space. Yes. Yeah. It's hard. A lot of good movies out there. A lot of talented people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But this is a special cast, super funny, and I I think you'll like it, Tom. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Matt... Matt Walsh, I wanted to ask you something. You, you are known. Uh, uh, who do you get mistaken for? Who, who, who? When when people say oh, you're the guy from that thing, who do they get it wrong? 
Uh, I sometimes get Louis C.K. Okay. They think you're Louis C.K. You ever do yeah, anything with that? Got? You ever get like a, you're like, yeah, it is, it's me, Louis. Hey, I lost my wallet. Can, uh, <laughs> just, and then just hit me up on Twitter at Louis C.K. I'll, I'll send you $40 back if you give me 20 <laughs> No. So. My name is Louis C.K. and I just need gas money to get this job interview. Yeah. Is it? Isn't that always the funny thing when somebody's like asking for money and you know their thing isn't true, but they have like, they give so many extra details as if like you've never heard when they're just like, look, I was trying to take the, uh, I got to take the bus. It's the 842 bus and I I need, and it's the amount is always like, I need $11. Like it's always like an off amount, but I figure... If anybody's going to ask and they're going to work up a story, I give I give them money. If they if they're in the spot, if life has put them in a position where they have to do that, I give them money. I don't because it's not real. Like I can music, I always give musicians money. Okay. But those guys, I don't. I sometimes I do, but generally I don't. If it's like a if it's like a con, if it feels like a con artist, mm-hmm. I never do. I'm like get out of here. I don't say that. I don't say that. So you mean? So am I actually extending the, their con by giving them money? No, you're doing uh, probably someone who is down on their luck a favor, or at least in that moment they're down on their luck. I'm yeah. sure. So it's not. I don't know. All right. This. Uh, I guess this is the internal conundrum of what uh, of whether uh, you give. Or you, or you don't give. I give. And look, this about, is not. I'm not putting a value judgment on Matt Walsh with this, that he doesn't give when someone says, "Hey, I need some help," and he. No, that, no don't mischaracterize <laughs> that situation. The situation is if it's a con, if it smells like a con, and uh-huh. I feel like I'm being conned. Okay, then you just. Then you just. Then I can't. I just have this reaction. I'm like, I can't give a con artist money. But if somebody's in real need, yeah, I give. Mm-hmm. I always have like uh, bottles of water and energy bars. I'm always giving stuff like that out at every like. So you know the we see the regulars, the regular men and women who are always there. So you're just like looking to support like Joe Lunchpail, and like when if he's just like thirsty. After a hard day out on the construction beam, out on the the high rise, you're there with an energy bar and a bottle of water. Uh, I'm usually seated. Uh, I don't I, I don't drive through construction sites very often. Okay. Now, Matt Walsh, you but, are from Chicago. Yes, yeah. and yeah. you are a, you are a Chicago Cubs fan, right? No, not really. Oh. I guess. Sure. Okay. I'm a Chicago fan. I don't care about baseball. I'm not a baseball guy. Okay. Because this guy who screens calls for me, Mike, he's a giant Mets fan, and he could not be more sad over their collapse. I just figured as a Chicago sports fan, sure, you had the Bulls, which was an unnatural uh, situation, and you're all being... And the Bulls will be punished for the next 100 years because of that yeah, unnatural situation. 
Yes. Yeah. And generally, if you put right. a, if you put a statue of someone who plays for the team while they're still playing for them, if that stands, you you are courting fate. Your hubris. That statue did not go up when Jordan was playing with the Bulls. That statue was out there when he the, during when he came back. Really? Yeah. The second three? Yeah. On the back three? Right? Mike. You might I don't know. I'm pretty sure Let's the statue Pretty sure the statue was was there during the final run. United Center uh statue, Jordan. Imagine pulling up and there's a statue out front of you. The hubris. The hubris. That's like that's like Moby Dick level hubris. That's like man trying to fight a whale. So you, but but look. Right. Long story short, this right. guy Mike right. is he's despondent, and I figured you what? had the Bulls. Sure, that was that was a that was like a a, a fluke, but on the whole, Chicago yeah. is not exactly a city of champions. It's a lot of frustration. Well, we have the Black, we have the, we have the Blackhawks running the table lately. Okay, Blackhawks, but the but the Bears, all that that mighty Bears team won one championship. Disappointing. Yeah. The idea that Mike Ditka has one ring, but then you got that that uh, Tom Coughlin, the weird old man, has two. Guy who seems like a, a guy who would scream at trick or treaters. I, I said I don't give candy out. <laughs> Read the sign. That's yeah. why I put the sign on the porch. Exactly. No trick or treaters. What are you still doing here? Yeah. What do you kids want? Come on! I'm just trying to rake my leaves again. Like one of those guys who rakes their leaves like way too much, where it's just like, all right, I'm going to go back, go back out and Maybe rake my leaves again. Or hoses down the driveway. We had a guy in my neighborhood who every day would hose down his driveway. Like, what is he, what is he worried about? Uh, there's a couple new rocks, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's not running. It's not a. He's not running like a speedway where any sort of rocks or any anything any debris is going to be a problem. And he would edge his lawn. You know how people put that like one inch edge on it. Yes. So very like anal retentive. So, what advice can you give Mike to overcome his sadness over the Mets uh, turfing out? Pretty much in an epic. Fashion, because I'll say this: you're not in New York anymore. You're in Los Angeles, Matt. You should have seen these Mets fans walking around in all their brand new Mets jackets. I tell you, the lines outside of uh, outside of uh, Dick's Sporting Goods of people returning their Mets stuff must be they must be out the door with people trying to bring back Mets jerseys and hats because all these bandwagon people. The the tood that was hovering over this area. With these Mets fans, they 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 couldn't handle the 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 pressure of of winning it all. Here's, they were cocky. Here's the, here's the conundrum, and I know Mike, you're listening. I think bandwagon fans own the team just as much as the hardcore diehard fan, oh. and that's what that's what hardcore diehard fans need to realize sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know how that's going to comfort him. Well, I think it's something to meditate on. Because okay. all, the atten- all the attention and all the journey and then all the pop-up, like you're saying, 
mm-hmm. Mets paraphernalia and Mets coverage and Mets celebrity. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, maybe, I don't know. There's something there. I, I can't fix it in one session, but just meditate on that. You got that, Mike? He's gonna, he is gonna, he said yes. He's gonna meditate on that. And if he comes back with something, I'd love to find out what he learned. He'll learn, oh, he'll go deep with, he'll go way deeper. You're not gonna want to hear the things he comes back with. From this job, uh, he's about to go on. Oh, wow, like a vision quest? Yes. Now, now, Matt Walsh, you are a member of the Upright Citizens Brigade, formed in Chicago. Bring that up. You bring that up every time we talk on your shows. Well, people people are admire the UCB. The one thing I do want to find out, though, because I have a hard time with the order of things in terms of the original cast of the UCB and like when you joined. Did you join? Did you join UCB before or after Paul Shear was involved in the theater? For example, like were you there? <laughs> Tom, you know I'm taking literacy, literacy classes so I don't curse on your show? People want you to curse so badly. Uh, that's all I'm I... Not a, as, as soon as I'm I... Not I as soon I'm as not I, Okay, so you were so that you were there before Paul Shear. How about Chris Gethard? Did you predate him or did he introduce you to the theater and say, Hey Matt, check this place out? No, I was doing UCB before Chris Gethard. That's uh, okay. true. So you're like third wave. You got a timestamp. You keep going. <laughs> third wave. So after, before Paul Shear, not after Paul Shear. Jack McBrayer. Yeah. Before or after? Uh, Jack McBrayer came out of Second City, actually. So I think okay. before Jack McBrayer. All right. Let's see. Who else? Uh, trying to think. Uh who 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 do you yeah you're I you're like because it was it was the the original group, but you were in inside Vladimir. No, that's not true. I never. I don't think I ever saw inside Vladimir perform. All right. Were you a part of the thing when they were going to throw the dude off the roof and it was like, which to me still, like, is one of the most upsetting and funny things imaginable putting flyers up saying someone's going to jump off a roof this is not a joke <laughs> i was not around for that show i was i was around but i didn't do that show uh-huh. okay I had, I had twin shows before that if i was i would I, now, now as isn't it funny like when you're like young you're like yeah oh. I, I would love to see this is the greatest thing watch these people get freaked out and then now you get a little older and you're just like yeah, that's super upsetting. Uh, maybe we, we don't need bit, to. Yeah, we did a bit in our, an irresponsible bit in our UCB show in Chicago before we moved to New York where I came out and said, there's, I'm sorry, that there's a incident next door. They need to, the ambulance needs need to get into the parking lot. There's a green, you know, Toyota Camry. Please uh-huh. move it. Then I come back later in the show and I, and I read the license plate. We have, we pretty much know that everyone at that restaurant, someone in this room has that, please move your vehicle. <laughs> Emergency. And then we came back again. I come back again and announce that that person, the ambulance couldn't get to them and that they died. <laughs> oh my God. And then, That's not funny. No. And back then you guys were like, ha 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 ha. 
Uh, did you yeah. see the look on their faces? Now you'd be like, why are you guys lying about these things? It's hurtful. Cause you're, well, a- it's just, yeah, you don't think anything through. You just think that's a cool idea. Let's try that. Yeah. Uh, you find the line. I think it's, I think, you know, yeah. the, the thing is you can't still be doing it. Cause then you'd be, then it would just be like, yeah, this guy's a huge bummer. Get away, get away from yeah. him. He's been doing things like that for 20 years now. And all he does is upset everybody with his lies. <laughs> then, would be, then you'd be the guy who got kicked out of every improv theater. And you're just like, I'll start my own. And then you start your own and you get kicked out of that one once a few people join it. Yeah, there's a coup. Yeah, yeah, and just like, hey, we we talked about it. We appreciate everything you sure. did, you know, starting sure, the fight. Yeah, but I think we're gonna go on without you. It's like it's like being that dude in the the Rolling Stones, uh, the keyboard player who they booted out, uh, Ian McCloggan, when they're just like, oh, this guy's the backbone of the group, and then suddenly they're like, yeah, but he looks terrible in these pictures, so we're kicking him out of the group. Cause what year was that? That was at the beginning of the Rolling Stones. Wow, like mid sixties. Like yeah, like like yeah, like early sixties. Early, wow. They gave him the boot because it was just like this dumpy dude playing piano, and they're just like, "I think we want to look cool, and you're not helping with that." It looks <laughs> it looks like we're in a band with our uncle. <laughs> it's like everybody wants to know why our uncle is in the picture with us. Now, Matt, yeah. I'm I'm going to ask you, Matt Walsh, some rapid fire questions. Okay. What is the dumbest purchase you've ever made? Uh, my I'm trying to be rapid. My thing, the thing that comes to mind are like brackets that I'll never put up. Whether it's a shelf or a wall mount for a television, I'll buy it. I'm like, I'll do this, and then like I never do it. Okay. So shelf brackets. Shelf brackets, yeah. Those I have purchased more than those that a man should. Okay. Who cares about money? Who cares about money? What is the most popular movie that you've never seen? Maybe you can help me. Have you ever seen uh, Titanic? Yes. Have you ever seen? I don't know what other ones. Uh, Star Wars, yes. I met a girl the other day who hadn't seen Star Wars. She was 24. Shawshank Redemption. Uh, of course. I've never seen God it. Probably. You've never seen it? No, I've never seen Shawshank Redemption. It's oh, a good one. Uh, um, I don't know. Hmm. Probably the Entourage movie? That's a pretty good one. You should check it out. For real? It's pretty good. Gronk is in it. Is he? Gronk, yeah. Wait till you see this guy's act. They let him out of his cage. <laughs> That's almost worth renting. Yeah, Gronk. Gronk. Gronk angry. Gronk hungry. Um, Gronk. Yeah. Gronk. Shattered forearm. Gronk sad. Um, Gronk shattered forearm. What? What's the longest you've ever gone without sleeping? Oh, gosh. Uh, 
I bet I pushed sixty hours, close to low sixty. Ooh, that's 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 pretty good. That's a good run. Yeah. When yeah. I I and I asked Ellie Kemper this, who you might know as somebody. I don't know if she was at the theater before or after you. I'm not clear on the timeline on that at the UCB. Um, she, I think she had a pretty low one. Hers was like eleven hours. It was like. <laughs> Matt Walsh, what is the most embarrassing thing you've ever said to a celebrity? Oh, that is a great question. Uh, I may have put my foot in my mouth around Al Yankovic, but I can't remember the quote. Okay. Uh, it's another good celebrity one. I don't know. All right. Good one. Weird Al, though. We'll say Weird Al. My brother-in-law, let me just give you an yeah. anecdote. My brother-in-law, Matt Tan Mazer, who worked on uh, Dog Bites Bang, created it. Sure. Also created Bruno, Sasha, that whole world. With, yeah, yeah. With Sasha. Mm-hmm. And I introduced him. He came to Saturn. We're hanging out. Dan's funny and nice. I'm like, Dan, this is my brother-in-law. Uh, nice to meet you. And my brother-in-law, and he, I'm like, Dan did all those LEG and... I was trying to reference his work, whatever he'd done up to that point, maybe Bruno or something. And uh, my brother-in-law was like, yeah, Ali G, never cared for that. Never really, li- don't like that show. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, and that kind of like passive judgment is the worst of all. Just like, well, I'm completely level-headed here. Just not my yeah. thing. Don't want, yeah. yeah, never cared for yeah. it. Yeah. No, oh, that's yeah, brutal. Never, never found any interest in looking at that thing. Yeah, that is, that's brutal. Final question for you: Who does who does not get their just desserts in this life, Matt Walsh? Tom Sharpley. Oh, that's not true. For me to have I, you I, as a guest on this show means yeah. I've gotten everything I could ask for out of life. I'm now just waiting for the Grim Reaper to show up and take me away. <laughs> The fickle finger of fate. Yes. Now, again, your movie, But Better You, is available on all digital media uh, uh, platforms. Correct. And people should watch it because it's funny. Yeah, or they can go to abetteryoumovie.com and they can review it if they like it. And people, okay, people should give you the vote, uh, the, 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 the vote of confidence. And people can talk to you on Twitter over at Mr. Matt Walsh, Mr. Matt Walsh. Yes. How's your Twitter, Tom? It's pretty good. I'm hanging around a uh, hundred grand on it. Holy cow! That's and, impressive. Yeah. Well, I haven't budged in a while. These things you just sit there with it. Now nobody joins Twitter anymore. What's, it's dying. What's the number? What's the next number you're excited about? Like 105? Like you have a mental? I just like, got I'm I'm a, I'm a hair below a hundred. I got to just break a hundred. I broke yeah. it, and then they c- c- killed off uh, r- uh, bots, which I clearly had some bots in there. They killed them off. Oh, you... you know the oh, egg accounts. You know, in an egg account, you see the thing with an egg. Yeah. Yeah, I had plan. I'm sure I had uh, those that were just spamming me, and they killed did them. And now kill... I'm hanging below a hundred. Where are you did at? You kill them or did Twitter? You kill them, or did Twitter kill Twitter them? Twitter killed them. I would have left them, let them live all all the live long day. I didn't care. I didn't know. You could, yeah, I didn't know you could go backwards with Twitter. That's interesting. Yeah, 
Uh, I'm at 130. Ooh, wow, that's the that's the that's the power of HBO. When does season <laughs> six season six of Veep? Five. 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 You're filming season five now. Yes. I think we're paired up with a show called Divorce. Oh. Get ready for that, everybody. That's a that's an hour of entertainment you're never going to know what to do with. Your heads will explode. An hour-long comedy? You're just going to laugh for an hour. You're, it's going to hurt to laugh that hard. When does it come back? When does Veep come back? We always come back in April, usually later in, later in April. Okay. All right, Matt Walsh. I'm so glad you called in. I'm so so nice to talk to you again. You are always one of my favorite people, and you I'm so you're somebody I'm proud to call a friend. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Lovely chatting. Yes, you have a great night, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. You too, brother. Bye bye. That was nice. What's wrong, Mike? Mike's throwing a, a fit out there. We'll talk about it later. Somebody getting on you? A dude? Come on, lay off Mike. What do you get? Yet? What are people bugging him for? For goodness sake. Guy's just trying to do his thing out there. Sure, he's, you know. It might not be the most refined guy. I know that. We all know that. Now let's go back to the phones. No dudes allowed tonight. Besho, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Charlotte. Charlotte, where are you calling from? I am calling you from Louisville, Kentucky. From Louisville? Mm-hmm, Louisville. <laughs> What's going on down there in Louisville tonight? Well, I think the city is suffering from a general disappointment from the election outcome uh, this evening. What happened? But I just enjoyed a turkey burger and I'm listening to the best show. So all things considered, I'm okay. (laughs) That's good. What happened in the election? I was not following the Kentucky elections. Well, uh, Matt Bevin won the gubernatorial um, race and, and he is, uh, is, it's a little questionable. I think what's the, what's the cool thing that he does that makes him relatable? Like what's the cool, what's the the, cool thing? Yeah. Uh, The thing where he's like, (laughs) He's like, I like horror movies. Well, no, I mean, I guess the cool thing would that be he goes to cockfights, <laughs> but oh, he does a lot of other awful stuff, mm-hmm. which makes him a terrible candidate. Cock but the cockfighting thing is, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Have you ever been to a cockfight? No. I would never, <laughs> not in a million, you couldn't pay me to go to something like that. No, I don't think I would attend one of those either. Of the worst. Well, I'm sorry your election did not pan out the way you wanted it to, Charlotte. Yeah, me too. But, I mean, I went and voted, so, so I did my part. But. Yeah, and now you've got a turkey burger and you've got the best show. Mm-hmm, indeed. The evening. Now, can I, if you'll just hold for a survey. Sure. Um, I'd appreciate that. Okay. Hi, welcome to the best show survey. This is a survey uh, evaluating the quality of your call and the quality of the call screening on a scale of one to five with one being the worst and five being the best rate 
the person who screened your call? Four. Was the call screener effective on a scale of one to five, with one being the worst and five being the best? Four. Did the call screener screener sound inebriated? On a scale of one <laughs> to five, how many beers did it sound like he had? Three. Did the call screener sound in any way like he was bringing his own personal agenda to your call? From one to five of not of he brought none of his personal agenda <laughs> to five, which is he pretty much dictated what he wanted me to say. Four. 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 <laughs> On a scale of one to five, how long should AP Mike be a part of the show? One being, he should be removed from the studio tonight. Or five, <laughs> he will outlast Tom and do the show. Four. Four! <laughs> All right. Thank you for taking this survey. You're welcome. Have a grand evening. You as well. Best show, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, who's this? I'm Brianna. Brianna, where are you calling from? Albany. You're in Albany. What's going on in Albany tonight? Um, also elections. Sorry, what's that? Also elections. The elections in Albany? Yeah. What are you guys voting for up there? Uh, we've got mayoral elections and how what happened with that um actually our guy won it was kind of a good story uh -huh. so all right, all right. um i wanted to tell you that we watched fort tilden after you mentioned watching it mm -hmm. did you like it i really liked it a lot yeah yeah i thought it was good i thought, I thought it was uh, really good and really funny yeah i think bridie elliott is super funny i definitely which one was she She's the brunette. Oh, okay. Yes. But they're both very yeah. funny. I'm not mean. I'm not picking uh, teams here. This is not. Aren't there too many teams going? You know, when everybody's <laughs> like, I'm on team blah, blah, blah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I'm on team this. And I'm like, can't we just be on team. Women? No, team. Team Earth. How about that? <laughs> How about team Earth? Right. Um, well, it led us to another movie that was kind of similar um, called Apartment that? Troubles. Apartment Troubles. What's yeah. That, a Jerry Lewis movie. <laughs> no, it had like um, it also starred like two broads, and it was directed by a woman, and it was uh, kind of about them like wandering around the city. It was good. All right. I will check it out. Okay. Have a grand evening. You too. Bye. Bye. Once again, tonight, no dudes allowed. 201-332-3484. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Laura in Toronto. Laura in Toronto. Laura, are you going to see Sharpling and Worcester live in Toronto? 
I bought my ticket the second they went on sale. I was one of those nerds sitting there refreshing. That's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. And for people who don't know, Sharpling and Worcester are playing live in a few cities. I want to tell you which ones. Saturday, November 28th, Toronto, Ontario at the Mod Club. Sunday, November 29th in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Comedy finally comes to Cambridge, Massachusetts after a century of false prophets providing, quote, comedy with their Harvard Lampoon doing their parodies of insurgent or whatever they're making fun of, right? Finally, real comedy shows up. Mark it down, uh, eggheads. Here comes some real laughs coming your way. Saturday, uh, no, Sunday, November 29th, Cambridge, Massachusetts at the Sinclair. And Sunday, December 13th, Sharpling and Worcester end their triumphant 2015 live tour schedule. Philadelphia at Union Transfer. Sunday, December 13th. And you can get tickets over at StereoLaughs.com slash tour. That's StereoLaughs, L-A-F-F-S dot com slash tour. So what's up tonight? Um, I had them for the topic, but when you were talking to Matt Walsh, I remembered that not only have I never seen Titanic, I have to go to a Titanic-themed party on Friday and dress on theme, so I don't know what to do now. Hmm. How do you dress as someone who's never seen Titanic? I have never seen Titanic either. Oh, no. I watched the first half hour of it when he was, like, gambling or something, and I was just like, yeah, it's boring. Mm-hmm. Right? Who do you watch? He Oh, and the boat's going to the ocean, right? <laughs> Who cares? The boat. Yeah, that's how I felt. Oh, no. That was here the comes target market that. for DiCaprio and everything. Here comes the iceberg. Look out. They're all dead anyway. Except right? for that one yeah, old lady. You know what's going to happen. She's 100. Yeah. These movies where everybody's dead in them, I have a hard time watching them sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Braveheart. Watch, oh, Braveheart. We have another movie I've never seen all of. Braveheart. But you're watching Braveheart, and then you're just like, yeah, wait, all these people have been dead for 600 years. What do I care yeah. here happens? Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've got no time for history. Come on. Exactly. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make history. The best show is supposed to be making history, but we're not Absolutely right it is. I want to tell you a story about... <laughs> Because the topic, the, the the topic tonight, and the and the the hashtag on on social media is why do I bother? Mm-hmm. You ever have those moments where you're just like, all I try, why do I bother? Why like banging my head against the wall, right? Yes. Every day, uh, I've been doing this drive every day, right? There's this one party. You, you, where were you from again? I'm so sorry. Toronto. Toronto, of course, of course, Toronto. So I'm doing this drive. I do this drive on this. We have this thing called the BQE, which is maybe the worst road on earth, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this part where it like where it kind of like everybody merges on it, where it pretty much merges from 35 lanes to two lanes. Just imagine that. Ugh. And at one point, 
a year or so ago, I was merging on that, and some dude cut me off. This is a year ago. Some dude cut me off, and I, like, threw my arms up Ugh! in my car, right? <laughs> this dude, no joke, yeah. pulls over, cuts his car at, like, a 45-degree angle so no one can get past. Gets out. It's a cop. He gets out. He starts screaming in my window. Yeah, you throw your arms up. When you throwing your arms up, people trying to drive. It's like, well, first of all, you cut me off, you rat. You rat cop. And this rat's screaming in my face through the thing. It's like, what's wrong with you? Get your head examined, you kook. Cops screaming at somebody's face because he did something wrong. And then he's, he's like, I should bring you in. Yeah, bring reacting, me in. Sure. Wait, bring me in. Yeah, I should have said, go for it. Bring me in. <laughs> he looked like the dad on Frasier. You know that You know that look when a guy like that is in a rage? Imagine getting screamed at by Orson Beam. You ever, you know Orson Beam? <laughs> Imagine that guy screaming at you. Or the dad on Frasier just screaming at you. He's screaming. Well, and then I, sw- I, I was watching a video about six months ago. This cop pulled over a, a cab or an Uber, something like that, and got in the thing and started screaming. It was the same cop. I felt like I met a celebrity, actually. It's like, ooh, I got screamed at that guy. Yeah, before, before he was famous. So every day I do this drive, and every day people cut me off on it. I do the right. I'm in the, I'm in the correct lane. I've been cut off, no joke, five times by this one type of van that they, what these people do is they drive along the edge of it and they pretend they don't know that that's where the turn is. So they go all the way to the final moment and then they go, can you let me in? Like, right? Mm -hmm. You know that move? Which is fine if you don't know where you are. Everybody's been in that boat. But this guy trying to cut through. He's got a sticker on the back of his thing. It literally says BQE on the back of his van. It's like, it's like, wait, why am I sitting in the correct lane for 20 minutes, moving an inch at a time? And this goon just rolls up at the last second and just makes like he doesn't know where he's going. Oh. And I'm just like, why do I bother, right? Yeah. That's we all, have, like we all have those, though, right? Yeah, absolutely we do. But why do we bother? Why? Why do we keep going? What else are you going to do? That's a fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Get screamed at by that cop. I'll tell you what I wanted to do to that guy, man. I'll tell you. I wanted to. <clears throat> oh. You know what have been yeah. the greatest thing is if a, he's screaming at me and then if a car drove by and clipped him. I would have loved to see. Not that he would get hurt, hurt, but just like Ooh, not, knocked down. Like, like brushed. Yeah. Right? Like he gets hit by the Very passenger scared. side mirror. Right? Like right in the stomach. gets a wind knocked out of him. Ooh! By somebody like <laughs> sliding by. Passenger side mirror catches him right in the stomach, knocks a wind out of him. Oh. Love to have seen that. Yeah. Oh, please make that happen. Make that happen <laughs> if you're up there, big guy. That cop screen. I mean, it really was. It was like, it was like the dad on, on, Frazier screaming at Pete. And he pulled over to scream at me. Pulled yeah. over and blocked both lanes of traffic. 
you rat. If it was the old days, the 1800s. You know what I would have done? I would have gotten out of that car, would have taken my glove out and slapped him across the face. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Just imagine that. <laughs> and the two of us would have squared off right along that long stretch of the BQE where you can see the skyline in the background. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have not been there, but I can, you know, you're painting a pretty vivid picture. I can picture a skyline in the background. Thank you. Well, look, I appreciate your call. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having have me. Great, have a good night. Have a grand evening. Bye. Everything better out there? Better? Good. Who's good here, Mike? Four. Best show, you're on the air. Hey. Hi, who's this? This is Jackie from Winchester, Virginia. Jackie from yes. Winchester, Virginia. What's going on in Winchester, Virginia tonight? Uh, not a whole lot, but I have something for the topic. What do you have? All right. So every day, I go to work. And every day, my dog comes into my bathroom yeah. and messes up the bath mat and just flips him over and tears him up out of anger. Uh-huh. And every day, I fix them and I put them back in their place. Yeah. And then every day, <laughs> the dog does it again, right? Yes, exactly. And it's because the Why dog do misses I bother? It. It's good. I know. Why do you bother? But the dog is like, why are you leaving me every day? Yeah, I know. And I feel bad. Yeah. Like, and, what are you going to take? Well, there's what a, can I do? There's nothing you can do. What do you get? Tell the you take the dog to work. You'll get fired. Then you'll both you'll both be out of luck, right? Yep. You say to the yep. dog, "Well, I told you that's what would happen if you you started." To, what if you just talk to the dog as if the dog understood everything? I try to explain. Well, I told you. I took you to work. I got fired. You happy now? I told you what happened. I got fired. You had to tear up the bath mats every day. Yep. Yep. I wonder what you could so, do. You know what you should do? Well, I mean... Get I, your dog I, a big I bone. Mean, Can't you get one of those big bones, like one of those, has, like, has, those dinosaur he has bones? multiple bones. Multiple dinosaur bones throughout the house. Mm-hmm. And I try, I try to remember to close the bathroom door, mm-hmm. but in the morning, that's just... That's yeah. Just, that's not, not going to happen. It's not happening. You're groggy. Remember. You're groggy. Yeah. I, I don't know what I'm doing. So hmm. every day, come home, mm-hmm. fast mats everywhere. Have to put him back. <laughs> you know this? You know Dudio? You know Dudio is? No, I don't. Uh, I know. I know. That's he's the guy who it? he's the guy who built the studio. Dudio, we call him okay. Dudio. Okay. He was telling me about he he went uh, he met a, a, a famous cat right. Uh huh. Right. When he was on a okay. vacation. You know what this guy what did? What kind of famous cat? What does that mean? Know, it was like a famous cat from a TV show or something. He was bragging all about the cat. I met the cat. The cat <laughs> from the TV show. And then the cat. I was hanging out with the cat. You know what he did? He took the cat. He took the cat he home. Stole it? Yeah. He from took, who? Who was the cat's owner? He, he just took it from the owner. <laughs> I said, well, what about the owner? He said, eh, they could get another cat. I wanted okay. this cat real bad. Does he still have it? No, he flipped it. <laughs> it's the worst part of the whole thing. I didn't even know he flipped cats. I what if that was like, you know, like the house flipping reality shows? Yeah. No, he does it with cats. What if, 
What if there was a cat flipping reality shows? Oh, no. He, there should be. He would be the star of it. He, he has two cats now. He flipped his one cat. He got two cats. Well, you flip the one, and then with the profit, you buy two more flipping. Oh, no. he's though, That's what he's doing. Now he's going to say he's going to flip these two cats. He's going to end up with four cats. <laughs> you got to build your cat empire. and Maybe that's what his reality show should be called, Cat Empire, right? Yes. Hi, my name's Dubio, and I flip cats. <laughs> right? I would says, watch that show. You know what? I would, I would definitely would too. watch that show. I would too. <laughs> I don't know how you improve a cat's value, though. Like you can't like put granite countertops on a cat. The problem is, he starts <laughs> with a cat. He, he is. He starts with stealing one cat. It starts <laughs> from a bad place. Right? Well, that would be a good like opening scene to each episode. He has to figure out a new mm-hmm. cat to steal. Mm-hmm. You want to know the worst thing is he told me, and he might not want me saying this on the air, So, but I'm going to because okay. I, I believe in honesty. It. Thank you. You said it's okay, so it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. He, where the cat, on the cat bed, he leaves a note, uh-huh. and it's folded <laughs> up, and the person unfolds it, and you know what it says? Looking what for it say? It says, it says, looking for your cat, question mark, call 1-800-EAT-BLEEP. <laughs> Isn't that the worst thing you ever heard? I would one eight hundred. First of all, that's a number. That number must be very busy because people on the road are calling it all the time after they got (laughs) cut off by people. But now they're calling. People are calling about their missing cat. (laughs) They must have to be like, if you call, you get like the voice, the voice, uh, the the system, and they're just like. Please listen to all options as our menu has changed. <laughs> if you're calling what about you being like? cut off on the road, press one. <laughs> if you're calling about a, a stolen cat, press two. <laughs> what if you had a stolen cat and then, like, months later, you mm-hmm. see your cat on the reality show, the Flipping yeah. Cats reality show? <laughs> yeah, I'm flipping cats. Suddenly you're like, yeah, hey, wait, that's my cat. <laughs> you know what Dudio would say? Let's make a deal. What would he say? He'd say, let's make a deal, bitch. <laughs> but only to dude. He'd only call it dude, bitch. He'd say, let's make a deal, bitch. And then mm-hmm. to, a, to a lady, he'd say, let's make a deal, lady. <laughs> I tell you, this show's oh, going to be something else. Flipping cats. One time when I was a Is kid. Is he still here? Did he leave? He left. He's done. Well, uh, that was a nice run. Oh, well. We had fun with him and. I guess now we have to find someone else because yep. <laughs> this cat story was just too much for him. Can I tell you another cat story? Please. Okay. So when I was a kid, we adopted this cat. Well, the cat ran into our house just one day. Okay. It became a part of our family. Mm-hmm. And before we officially called him ours, we put up all these signs saying, found cat and a picture of the cat. And this lady, this really old lady came, and she said, it's not my cat, but he looks exactly like my cat, so can I have him? And she went home with him, and me and my siblings just cried for days that this lady decided to take the cat that we wanted to have. (laughs) And my mom called the lady and said, look, my kids are really upset. Can Mm -hmm. we please have the cat back? Yeah. And then, then we got him back. And we had Buster for another, like, 12 years after that. 
That's awesome. You know, the one thing you're lucky, Dudio didn't show up. You see your cat <laughs> yeah. on TV. Maybe that's how he gets the cats. He he sees found cat signs and goes and picks them up so he can flip them. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for you, having me on your show. Have a great night. So here's what happened. I go to Philadelphia. This is why I came up with the topic, why do I bother? I go to Philadelphia last week to the haunted prison. That's right. Every year in Philadelphia in Halloween, they have a haunted prison. So I go down to the haunted prison. And it's really so much fun, the haunted prison. They turn this actual prison Deacon, not an actual, it's not an active prison. They take this prison, this, what is it, decommissioned prison? Did Dudio say anything before he left? He just left. He's gone. Seriously, he's gone? He's out. Changed the locks, right? He's out. Well, you know, we had a good run. So, um... So go to the prison, haunted prison. There's monsters jumping out all over the place. It's so much fun. They they do such a great job with this thing. And I go down with uh, my my wife and uh, my friend Leah and uh, my other friend Hayes Davenport from Hollywood Handbook. So we go to the haunted prison. And you got, first of all, this thing. You wear a, uh, they, they say, hey, uh, would you like to wear this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, glow in the dark necklace? That means that people can touch you in there. That means the, the monsters can touch you. And I'm like, yeah, of course I'll wear that. Cause I've been there in the past and you know what they do? They, they, they flit up against you. Nothing too intense. I'm telling you, man, this year, these guys, these guys got to click it back a notch. At one point, I'm walking through with this thing, and uh, my wife's walking through, and they and they put you into different sit. If you're gra- if you're walking wearing the thing, they put you into different uh, situations. They're like, crawl through this hole. Like, what? Crawl through the hole? What? They separate you from your group. So then. We're walking through, and then they grab me and my wife, and the guy's like, get in this cell. Because it's actual cells are in this thing. Actual cells where actually, actual people actually suffered. So you know that. You know that place is haunted, man. You know there's some real ghosts going around there. That's the only, that's the only redeeming factor, that the, the, the ghosts haunt the monsters who are basically underemployed Philadelphia actors who are doing a pretty good job, I got to say. Pretty scary. So, grab me and my wife, take us in this side cell, and they're like, what's your name? Guy's got his hand on my head, on my forehead. He's actually got his hand, his whole palm on my forehead. What what are you, what are you, uh, Jimmy Swaggart here? Gonna heal me? 
a little gropey this year. A little too touchy. Got to back it up, man. But I had so much fun. And then they control the flow of people going from section to section. So I'm, our group is waiting to go to the next section. And this one monster guy goes. He's like listening to us talk. Like, ooh, it's scary, right? Oh, it's so scary. I know. He hears us talk and he just goes to our group. And he looks at Hayes. He goes, is your name Hayes? And like he recognized his voice from from uh, Hollywood Handbook, the podcast, which is a very f- funny podcast. Maybe my favorite podcast, except for this one. This one's still my favorite. I don't need to ever hear it because I am it. I don't need to hear it. I did it. I lived it. I am it. Nothing comes near this one in my not-so-humble opinion. Dudio didn't come back, did he? He's is he? Do you think he's gone? Gone? Seriously, is he out? Maybe, yeah. Maybe somebody contact him with a quick deal. He's outside the home tunnel flipping a cat right now. <laughs> that might be the dumbest thing that has ever happened on this show. Saying that this guy, that Dudio, Jason, flips cats on the side. First he steals them, and then he flips them. (laughs) So this guy goes, in full monster makeup, Is your name Hayes? And then it's like, Hayes is like, oh my god, what? And then he's like, I'm a fan of Hollywood Handbook. It's my favorite podcast. And then he goes, it's like, oh, that's so nice of you to say. Then he goes, I'm sure you know who this guy is. This is Tom Sharpling. And the guy goes, uh, just picture this again. Full monster makeup. Um, uh, goes, yeah, he was on Hollywood Handbook. He's like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was on that one episode. I'm saying to myself, you got to be kidding me. This haunted house. If the I'll tell you this. If the goal was to touch on someone's secret terror, this dude hit a bullseye. He hit my terror. The terror of banging my head against a wall doing a radio show for 15 years and having some monster not know who I am, but know some other show that's been going for two years. Tell you. Saying to myself, why do I bother with the best show? Why? This monster don't know who I am. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, I'm looking in this guy's face. I've never felt smaller than when a guy with monster makeup goes, when he goes, well, you, I, you, you should know who this guy is then. Tom Sharp. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, oh, that was the most belittling thing that has, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, monster. You don't know who I am. Yeah. You really are a monster. Tell you what you're not a monster at is, uh, listening to podcasts. You're very meek. You don't listen to Hollywood. Hey, can't listen to best show. 
15 years banging our heads against a wall doing this. Man, they tapped into my worst fear. That was a, that was a, I realized I'm in a haunted prison. A haunted prison called The Best Show. <laughs> and I can't get out. I'm trapped in this thing. Oh, but don't worry. The guard doesn't know who I am. I could probably walk right by him. I'm here to imprison the host of this thing. Yeah, he's in there. Oh, okay. So you never heard it? Nope. I heard the guy in Hollywood Handbook once. Oh, my God. Haunted. I've been haunted. Since then, I've been haunted. Thanks. Monster. That guy got me, man. Why do I buy it? Why? Why? When, when do I get that guy on board? 15 years I've been doing this thing. Hemorrhaging money. This, this thing is like a leaky boat, man. Leaky boat on, on the, on the, on the oceans of, of, uh, water. Uh, oceans of money. Why do I bother? And that's the topic. Why do I bother? He's not back yet, huh? He's done. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it was like one of those things when, like, it's like, in this haunted prison, we will reveal your true worst fear. Yeah, mine isn't some dude with a fake chainsaw, or the chainsaw with no blade on it. Going, they didn't have a lot of those this year. There have been previous years at this haunted prison where they were very heavy into uh, bladeless chainsaws. He just sold two cats. I can hear him out there. He's bragging he just sold two cats. He's going to rub his dirty cat money in our faces after the show. He sees these cats. All he sees is dollar signs. We see little fuzzy friends. He sees just a box full of money. Cat flipping. And the poor people that own that the famous cat. They got that note. Looking for your cat? Call 1-800-EAT-BLEEP. Man, that haunted prison. That got me bad. Best show, you're on the air. Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Mary in Brooklyn. Mary in Brooklyn. Do I know this, Mary? Yes. Are you an entertainer? Yes. Are you a comedian? Yes. Are you an artist? Yes. Were you just on Prove It All Fright with Pat Byrne? Yes. This is Mary Houlihan. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm good. Except for the fact nobody knows what this show is, apparently. I've been flushing. I flushed uh, a sizable portion of my life uh, down the tank, trying to bring it back. And uh, only to have some guy in horror monster makeup have no idea who I am. But he knows a show from two years ago that started uh, two years in... Well, whatever. It's not about that, is it? Yeah, it is. Well, you know what? You're not doing it for that guy. 
Um, clearly I'm not. Well, good. So what, what's going on with you, Mary? Oh, not much. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. You're painting anything. I look at your paintings on Instagram. You put a lot of paintings up. You do such great oh, yeah. paint. You had a great uh, a Jeff Lynn painting I saw up there, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, who else did I see? Uh, Marky oh, Smith. God. Was there a Marky Smith painting? Yes, there was a Marky Smith. There was a Joey Ramone, a Lamb Chop, Cherry mm-hmm. Blank, lots of dogs. Would you paint AP Mike? Would you paint him? Oh, I would love nothing more. This is the painting I would like, and I will commission this. Mm-hmm. I would like to get, if you would paint AP Mike and Dudio mm-hmm. carrying, in fact, bump AP Mike. No offense, AP Mike. Scrap him from this painting. I don't want to make oh. him near. No, we'll figure out our own AP Mike one. The first commissioned mm-hmm. work I would like to receive would be Dudio. Carrying a giant pyramid of cats, right? Mm-hmm. Outside the Holland Tunnel. Okay, sounds a, good. Okay. And the AP Mike one, I'd like to, can you get a copy? He, this is what he did today. I tell you, well, the show can just be about these guys. He comes in. You know that movie Black Mass that came out? No. With Johnny Depp. Remember the, the commercial where Johnny Depp was wearing uh, his Halloween costume a month early? Where he's no. like, he's like, I'm bald now and I got blue eyes. Right? <laughs> but I shoot everybody. You know. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Mike brings this bootleg copy in of Black Mass. The copy of this thing, the cover, it looked like, it, it's like, looked like an outtake from Black Mass on the cover. Like, the lettering was off. It just, like... And I was like, well, how's this copy? He's like, yeah, not so good. It's got a... The aspect ratio changes during the movie. What? (laughs) And occasionally Chinese subtitles pop up. Oh, good. Yeah. He knows that movies are just, like, available in theaters, right? That you can just, like... You can... Rather than watch... Rather than pay $10 for a street copy, you could pay 11 and see the movie in perfect condition in a comfortable movie theater. It's like $1 more. But he's watching it now with Chinese subtitles. What's going on, Mary? Do you have any shows coming up? Yeah, I got some hot shows. Where where are your shows? Tell us about your shows. What is a show like? What is one of your shows like? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Sometimes I do stand-up, and they're kind of like jokes and impressions. I don't really talk about myself. Okay. Um, uh, but then my show, Cartoon Monsoon, it's kind of, uh, I guess the closest thing is Pee-wee's Playhouse. Okay. So we live in a house. Me and my friend Joe, and we have another friend. He's a puppet, and uh, kind of like the two of us versus the puppet most of the time. Okay. And when when is that happening? Show. When is that happening? It's uh, November twenty first. November twenty first. What is that? And every what, what? show is different because we get scared that our friends won't come every time, so we feel like we have to write a new show. That's a Saturday. Yeah. Where is it? At the Annoyance Theater. Okay. 
my friend Nick. That guy Nick there, right? Nick. Nicholas Fatel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guy, He's good guy. He's a good guy. Did you know that John Fogarty was on the Leonard Lopate show recently? Was he? It's true. And how... And what was the dumbest thing Leonard Lopate... Uh, Leonard Lopate probably just heard about John Fogarty beforehand. Yeah. So he uh, he confronted him about lying about being from the bayou. But was he lying about it? He's from the <laughs> Bay Area. It's not like he pretended he wasn't from Oakland or wherever he was from. He was very classy about it. John Fogarty uh, was? Oh, yeah. He handled it like a pro. I like John He was Fogarty. just saying, you know, oh, I just like music from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leonard Lopate. Yeah. He always Leonard always sounds super confused yeah. with whoever the guest is. You know, you know what would get him in in order a swirly. That's what he's at. That's what he needs, right? Oh yeah. Leonard Lope. Would you give Leonard Lope a swirly at your cartoon monsoon if he showed up? Yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, Mary, where can people find you at Ho Mary Hooley? Is that what it is? That's right. All right. You should come down here some week. That'd be fun. It will be fun okay. when it happens. Let's figure it out. Ah! I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Erica from Baltimore. Erica from Baltimore. Is this the Erica from Baltimore? It is. It's so good to hear from you. It's been so long since we've spoken. I know. How are you? I know. I'm good. I just had a baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Congratulations. Like, like, Ten days ago. And what's uh, what's the Thanks. baby's name? William. William? That's a nice yes. name. Yes. Yes, and we have Henry, his older brother. You wouldn't consider, still not too late, <laughs> A.P. Mike is the name of the baby. Just A.P. Well, I was able to fill out like the vital records, um, social security information by myself because uh, my husband wasn't there. And I said, I could have put anything on there. Yeah, you know, kind of giving carte blanche as, as the mother to do whatever I wanted. But no, we stuck with William. You stuck with William. What's going on down yeah. in, in Baltimore? Oh, just baby times for me. Uh, I was I had a high risk pregnancy and I was almost on bed rest for nine months. So I'm happy oh not to be God. pregnant. Happy to have a baby. And uh, happy to be back on the streets. The mom thing. Right. <laughs> no, yeah, we're all back in my bed, but for a couple of weeks anyway. Okay. I got a couple couple months off work, and uh, so far this time is a lot easier than the first time because pros. Everybody, you know. look, all that matters is that everybody's healthy. That's all that matters. They are and adorable, but my my first one gives me the uh, the why do I bother actually, which is. Uh, why do I bother cooking for a toddler? I can't tell you the number of times I've gone out of my way to make uh, fun-shaped grilled cheese sandwiches or delicious homemade muffins or whatever, only to see the glimmer in that child's eye, he's three and a half, when he says, I will not eat that. Mommy yeah. will eat it. Because mommy got a little too creative with the grilled cheese. Or just whatever, you know, like... One day, he, one week, he, he talked about wanting to try cauliflower. 
mm-hmm. for like a week. And I'm like, you're not going to like that. Yeah, like, what? Yeah. You know, why do you think you want to eat that? And he's like, I will eat it. I think it's very serious. Mm-hmm. Like, I will try it. I will eat it. I made it. I made it delicious. Yeah. And he just looked at it and he looked at me and said, no. Not happening. No. Didn't leave the runway. <laughs> not happening. Not happening. Well, so You tried. That's right. all you can do. All right. Just try. He right? can ex- he can exist on cheese sticks and raisin bran and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Get him on uh, crab cakes, right down there in Baltimore. <laughs> oh, well, actually, when he was like eighteen months old, he would eat pretty much anything. But he did. Uh, we gave him a chunk of like jumbo lump crab cake, and he dropped it on the floor. And we were like, "That's your only chance. Like, That's you it. do not waste a crab cake. You don't do that in, in Baltimore." And look, I know you're my kid, but. That's right. That only goes so far when it comes to crab cakes, right? They're they're premium. That's our premium uh, food here, you know? Yeah. They run. That's like like currency down there. You can buy things with crab cakes. (laughs) Even like the crappiest pizza shop has better crab cakes than most of the country. So we do have that going for us. All right. Maybe I'll come down and get some crab cakes. You should. Don't get them from pizza shop, though. Check under your seats. Everybody's getting crab cakes. That's when Oprah (laughs) did her show in Baltimore. Check under your seats. Everybody's got a copy of Pink Flamingos and Crab Cakes. Right. When she was on Channel 2 with uh, Stu Kerr and the guy that did uh, Elmo, whatever his name was. Kevin Cash. Elmo. Elmo. Elmo came from Baltimore. Elmo's from Baltimore? The guy that did Elmo's voice started off doing puppets Mm -hmm. on uh, Channel 2 News or something. I guess it wasn't the news. Maybe we'll get him him on the show to talk about his Baltimore (laughs) roots in the Elmo voice. We all like to talk about our Baltimore people like to talk about Baltimore things, you know. All right, Eric. I'm gonna. Uh, we got full phones tonight. Full phones. Do it. right, it's so ladies, good to hear from you. So good to yes. hear from you again. Call again. All right. I will. I'm so glad you're doing well. Also, I am. You Thank take care you. of yourself. Okay. All right. Bye. Well, I'm being told. Exciting. Uh... Okay. Yeah. Uh, if people know, a couple months ago on the show, we started a thing that we were hoping would continue, and it looks like it is going to continue. Um, it was uh, We have a music cons- uh, correspondent. His name's Toby Rafelson, and uh, he called in with a report from a Death Cab for Cutie show. Um, and we have he's actually on the line now. He's got a report the. There was a big Foo Fighters show sold out at the uh, Newbridge Rock Concert Arena, and I'm being told that uh, Toby is on the line with a concert report. Toby, are you there? Hi, Tom. Yes. How are you? I'm good. Oh, my God. What a night. Uh Uh-huh. Is it pretty exciting over there at the show? Oh, my God. That's the understatement of the century. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, what, what, what can you tell us about it? Well, Tom... The Foo Fighters have been on fire since they started this tour this summer. And the show tonight in Newbridge has been full of that top-shelf rock we've come to expect from them. Okay. The Foo's open with, they open with learning to fly. 
Mm-hmm. And they rocked out a, a hit-filled hour-long first set that has left these 8,000 foo heads panting with desirous expectation for set number two. Uh-huh. Set number two? Yes. So they're, they're, they're doing two sets, so is it like an intermission now? Yes, that's right, Tom. Everyone's getting their beer on waiting to see what Dave, Nate, and the rest have up their sleeves tonight. Maybe they'll bring up Corey Harris for a spirited version of Mother 13's Wired. Or maybe Barry Dworkin for a heavier-than-F reboot of Rock and Roll Dreams will come through. It's anyone's guess. Uh-huh. Huh. Really? An intermission? I mean, I'm just a little thrown by that. Because, I mean, I know people like Springsteen will have intermissions in their show. But, like, I didn't think a band like the Foo Fighters, uh, I would not have expected them to have an intermission. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the audience needs time to get its bearings set after being pummeled by that three-guitar attack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, um, I mean, it's like it's it's like 10.52 right now. Right. I mean, I mean they, they should be back on stage by now, right? Um, no, not yet. No. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I mean, did the show start late, Toby? Um, no, why? Uh, because, you know, I mean, it's an, it's an arena show and, you know, I would, I would have assumed that, that the show would have been well over by now. Cause, you know, most arena shows end like before 11 so that people can get out and get home. Huh. Well. Oh, I'm not sure what to tell you, Tom. It's a foo's world. We're just living in it, right? Uh huh. Hey, Toby. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm I'm looking over at Twitter right now, and people are saying the Foo Fighters just finished their second encore. Huh. Uh huh. And they're okay. They're saying they're pla- They're closing with "I'll Stick Around." So, um, I think you're missing the show. You should probably get back in there. Oh, no. no, no, that's cool. I'll hang out here and get people's comments when they come out. Well, Toby, I mean, for the sake of the concert report, I, I think you should probably go back in there and, and see what's going on because it, it, it's one of those things that it could end up being some sort of like big extravaganza the way you were talking about. Mm, no, nah, it's cool. I'll, uh, I'll just stay out here and get people's reactions on the way out. Uh, I, I think that'll be very exciting. Uh-huh. Well, no, no, it won't. Yes, it will. Uh-huh. Toby, hey, um, you know, you're supposed to be doing a concert report. I'm not sure why you won't go back in to watch the concert to do the concert report. Because my name wasn't on the damn guest list, okay? Hey. You're, <laughs> oh, my God. You were bragging to everybody all week that you were going to be hanging out with the band and watching from sides, like, the side of the stage. Yeah, and I'll tell you one thing. That would have happened if, um... If, if what? Nothing. No, what? I didn't douche myself out of good graces. What was that? If I hadn't douched myself out of their good graces, why? Uh-huh. Well, how how, <laughs> how did that... How do you mean? Well... You know, when I was told I got press credentials for the show, mm-hmm. I was super excited. 
Okay. And I started, I started tweeting the Foo Fighters about how they'd better be good or I'd give them a bad review and I'd ruin their careers. Uh-huh. You know, just kind of like joking around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, can I ask uh, if you did it just once? Sure you can. Uh-huh. Did, uh, did, did you do it just once? Well, define just once. Uh-huh. Well, how many times did you do it, Toby? 156. Ew. 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 You tweeted 156 oh. tweets. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure they were all that kind of jokey but all, but really truly belittling kind of thing right. that you do that's funny. Yeah. Maybe maybe one time. But becomes, oh, you don't think it's funny a lot? No, because the kind of thing that becomes like super annoying uh, after just a couple. But you did it how many times? One hundred and fifty-six. Uh-huh. Look, I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop myself. You know, some pe- some people saw it and they retweeted it, and a bunch of people favored it, and it was like heroin to me, Tom. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I was just craving more and more retweets. You know, I, I needed to quench that insatiable thirst for approval. Uh-huh. And then I'm guessing that the Foo Fighters got tired of it pretty fast and revoked all your press uh, credentials and your privileges. They, yes. It was so humiliating, too. It's like I, I finally managed to get Sheila Larson to go out with me on a date. And then... All the way to the ticket window, I'm bragging really loud for everybody around us to hear that we're going to have a proper foos hang, you know, before the show, and then we're going to party into the wee hours with them at Los Amigos. Mm-hmm. But then I got to the ticket window. Yeah. And there were no tickets at all. And everybody was staring at me, wondering what I was going to do. Uh-huh. And what, what did you do? Well... I did what any self-respecting adult male would do in that situation. Which is? I caused a massive scene and was escorted off the premises by armed security guards. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So you got got escorted. I did. Really hard. They were were grabbing my arms. Uh Uh-huh. Like there were two guys on each arm. Yeah. Remember those Indian Indian arm burns we used to give each other? Yeah, yeah. They... I guess they're called they're called Native American arm burns now. Sure, I I don't know what they're called. Yeah, I was getting those from really secu- hurt from security. Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But you know what hurt more? What's that, Toby? When Sheila went off with Taylor Hawkins' drum tech. Uh huh. Well, t- t- I gotta say, Toby, this is insane. And were you at any point going to tell me that you didn't see any of the show? No. I was going to keep up the charade of what I'd been, I don't know, charading? Is that a word? No. Yeah. Well, I was going to do that. I'll tell you something else. Uh Uh-huh. I'd have gotten away with it if it hadn't been for you meddling kids. Remember that? Remember that line? From Scooby Doo? Yeah, yeah. No, oh no, I remember the line about I wouldn't have got I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids, sure. Yeah, they the baddie used to say that at the end of their, every episode. Uh-huh. Like the very the very realistic grounded guy who was usually just like 
a small business owner. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Who was who was the hot one? Was that Velma? Um. Well, no, they were no, both. Velma. There was Daphne and Velma. Daphne. It was Daphne. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, they're both hot in their own way, right? Yeah. Well, they're both attractive. Sure. I mean, it's a pretty attractive group of people. It was. I think some things were going on in that in that uh, that van. Was it called the Dream Machine or the Green Machine? Uh, I look, Toby. This is not. I'm not here to talk about Scooby Doo. I don't try to change the subject. Well, what <laughs> cartoons do you want to talk about? Well, I don't want to talk about any cartoons. You wasted Remember everyone's Zoom? time tonight Remember with a Zoom. What? Zoom. 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 The kids we're show. Zoom. We're going to yeah, the Toby, going stop it. Okay, stop. You know, you wasted my time and the audience's time with a fake concert review. And now uh, that's a, it's just not cool. You're right. I'm sorry. I let you down. The death cab. The death cab report was pretty good. I thought I could continue it on to this one. Mm-hmm. I blew it though, and I. I want to make it up to you, Tom. Uh huh. And how 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 can you possibly make this up to me? I don't know. Um. Oh my God. What? Oh my God, Tom. What? You're never going to believe this. Oh my God! Yeah. There's a there's a quad footed doodle boop in the woods over there, right behind Stop. the Stop! Stop lying, Toby. That's okay. I I can't go on with this anymore. This this there's not even there's no such thing as a quad footed doodle boop. And you, I think you're done here as the concert uh, reporter. I'm sorry, Tom. I, you're right. I, I lied to you all night. You know, I don't deserve this job. And look, I'll, I'm, I'll leave you alone from here on out. Okay. Okay. For the best show, this is Toby Rafelson. Oh my God! No. Wait, what? What is that? Oh my god, it's a doodle boo! You're right? Yeah? Toby? Oh, there, there goes the line. Oh, brother. I'm also being told that uh, in 10 minutes, there's going to be an episode of Gary and Mike at the movies. So that should be coming up shortly. Let's go back to the phones. Best show, you're on the air. Uh, hi, this is Caroline in Athens, Georgia. Caroline in Athens, Georgia. What's going on in Athens, Georgia tonight, Caroline? Uh, not a whole lot. Things are good. I, uh, I have one for the topic. What do you got? The topic being why... Do I bother? Yeah. Um, and I want to upfront kind of own that I'm complicit in this. I keep returning to a situation. And I know I shouldn't bother, but I keep bothering. Uh-huh. What is I, uh, it? What's the situation? I'm friends with, sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Uh, I'm friends with two people who keep dating and then breaking up and then, like, getting back together again. Yeah, you're sick of the drama. 
Yeah, and, you know, every time, you know, he breaks up with her, she'll get really upset. Like, I want to be the supportive friend. So, like, go spend time with her. And, like, I've always, when you're being, like, the post-breakup buddy, the other person, like, always tells you all the bad things about their ex, and you're supposed to be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. You're so right. And this time, she turned around and told him that I thought he was being rude to her. Well, that's so. So you got hung out to dry. I did. Not cool. I got framed. Not cool. You oh. know what? Situations like that, I can't stand them. People, they drag you in, and then you talk to them, and then they use it. Not cool. Not cool. Then yeah. you're the bad. You're the bad guy all of a sudden, right? Yeah. You're the bad guy. I was asked to bother, and I bothered, and now yeah. I regret bothering. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, no, no, Carolyn, you're the bad guy. <laughs> you're the bad. Yeah, true. yeah, you know. It's true. They gotta keep the. They gotta keep keep it in the house. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, I know so many people who do that, but for some reason, these are the two who I'm always invested in. I've been, I'm on, the, with both uh, of them. I've been on the wrong side of a few of those. Not cool. Uh-huh. Why do you bother? Got it beats me. Exactly. Well, you know what you do? Cut ties. Just tell them, I can't go here. You be friends with both of them. You just say, not doing this again, not playing this game. This is your business, not my business. Take care. 100%. (laughs) Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Tom! It's Candace who calls in to sing. Oh my God! You sh- the shriek. That was like a. It was like you, it was like Carol Burnett. Like you I'm were so excited. You're gonna it's sing. Been so long. It oh, has yeah. been a long time. I know. How are you? I'm. I'm fantastic. Thanks for asking. Do you have a song? I have to sing to you. Do oh you yeah. Do you have a song picked out? Yeah, it's to all the ladies calling in. The late. Wait, who just barked out there? Hold it's on, all so, the ladies. Well, hold on. Somebody's dog just barked out there. Duty. Are you selling dogs now? No, 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 no dogs. No okay. dogs. Don't do it, dude. Come on, duty. I'm talking to the the crew behind the scenes, Candace. They're out of control. I I hear that. I, yeah, you I, really I need. I'm gonna need to clean house. Rotate them all out. Out. Clean it out. Yeah. I'm really good at cleaning house. All How right. <laughs> uh-huh. Tom, Tom. Yes. yes. I want to hear no. this song called, what is it called? The Ladies. No, no, the song, it's pretty in pink. Oh, I thought you it's said the, the song. Ladies. I thought you said the song was called The Ladies Are Calling In. I was like, well, this must, I guess you wrote a new song called The oh, Ladies I, Are. I would have. I right. would have. Now let's hear I pretty. Thought, I got so inspired. Let's hear so, pretty and yeah, pink. I'm gonna I'm gonna sure. zip my lips and you now. The floor is yours. Girl, I laughed and it's raining all day. She loves to be one of the girls. She lives in the place in the side of our lives where nothing is ever put straight. She turns herself round and she smiles and she says, This is it. It's the end of the joke. And loses herself 
and loses herself in her dreaming and sleep. And her lovers walk through the coats, and she's pretty in pink, isn't she? Pretty in pink, isn't she? All of her lovers all talk of her notes and the flowers that they never sent. And wasn't she easy, and isn't she e-e-e pretty in pink? Well, the one who insists he was first in the line is the last to remember her name. He's walking around in this dress that she wore. She is gone, but the joke's the same. She's pretty in pink, isn't she? Pretty in pink, isn't she? What do you think? There's another line. That was awesome. It's coming. Oh, wait, there's one more line coming? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, one one oh, more. Sorry. Good. You know, I just thought I'd add two and then... Okay, I'm quiet. I'm zipping. I'm quieting down. It's a little instrumental. You have to remember the song so we're still, like, listening to... Okay, all right. A little bit more. Caroline talks to you softly sometimes. She says, I love you and too much. She doesn't have anything you want to steal. Well, nothing you can touch. She waves. She waves. She buttons your shirts. The traffic is waiting outside. And she hands you this coat. She gives you her clothes. These cars collide. Pretty and pink. Isn't she... Pretty in pink, isn't she? That's for you, Tom. Oh, that was fantastic. Thank you, Kate. I know. I know. You're welcome. All right. Call back. Ciao for now. Take care. Bye. Ah. Best show. Hello. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Emily in Stratford, Ontario. Emily in Stratford, Ontario. What is what is the closest city to Stratford, Ontario that I would that I maybe I've been to? Um, well, it's about um, an hour, maybe an hour and a half away from Toronto. Ah, what's going on tonight in Stratford? Um, not too much. Um, I just had something for the topic. Let's hear it. Well, um, I was going to say, uh, why do I bother? Because uh, Stratford, Ontario has two claims to fame, um, one of which is that Justin Bieber is was from here. That's pretty cool. It's, yeah, it's really cool. He was just here the other day, too. It's very exciting. I like his hats. Like <laughs> yeah. Hats. Yeah, he seems like a cool, nice man. Yeah, they won't, they won't look out of date at all. Um, in photos. Somebody <laughs> should have showed him a picture of like vanilla ice and been like, Hey dude, just realize this guy happened at one point and it's not hard to end up like that. Or they should have showed him like the call up video by the clash. The one when the clash started dressing in like rags. Remember? Yeah. 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 Um, 
so that's that cool dude. And the other claim to fame is that we have an internationally renowned um, Shakespeare festival. Really? <laughs> yeah. Those are the two things. Well, as a Shakespeare yeah. fan, I am intrigued. Yeah. Well, what's I your was fa- say, what, what's your favorite Shakespeare play? Um, probably Macbeth. Ah, you never yeah. say that in the theater, though. No, indeed. If anyone ever says that when I'm getting ready to go out on stage, yeah, I, I lose it. Yes, I, I say. Yes, you all sorts of charms against the curse I that it you, involves yeah, yeah you jinxed me production is what i say <laughs> yeah like i was backstage uh mm-hmm. i was at that point i was playing uh uh I, I was in greece right yes and i was playing uh the pockmark dude mm-hmm. remember him in greece sure the pockmark guy yeah who did battle in the hand jive dance Sounds right. Yeah. And then someone came back shooting their mouth off about Macbeth. Mm-hmm. And then I go out, I do the hand jive. <laughs> I sprain my hand. Oh, no. Hand jive. Because some, cause some blabbermouth was was uh, talking all about Macbeth backstage. Yeah, he jinxed you. Yeah. Grease. You know, my favorite thing in Grease is when that there's like that... Do you ever see the movie for Greece? Yes. Remember in the movie there was like that uh, John Travolta had his like crew, right? And mm-hmm. there was that one guy who was like already going bald and looked like he was 44 years old. <laughs> the guy who goes, "But does she have a friend?" <laughs> right during uh Summer Lovin'. Yeah. "But does she have a friend?" It's all sweaty. Looks like he's got sciatica. Yeah. It gets colder. That's where it ends. Because one night I had to step in for the dude who was playing Danny. Mm-hmm. And I had to do the whole thing. I did, And then the woman who played Sandy got hurt also. I had to do both oh, parts. No. Oh, you should have seen me do Summer Lovin' by myself. <laughs> it gets colder. That's where it ends. Just bragging so to I no one. Him, we'd still be friends. Then I made our true love vow. And I would like run from one side to the other and like doing profile. <laughs> Wonder what she's doing now. Oh boy, that was a tricky production. <laughs> but when it was over, you know what they all did? They booed. What? They booed. Oh, no. Yeah. And then you know what I looked at? You know who's leading the booze? Mike. What? Mike. Oh. Mike hates Greece. Hmm. You know his favorite? He's not Bro- alone. You know what his favorite Broadway show is? What? Oh, Calcutta. <laughs> yeah. So what can I do? What's going on tonight in Stratford? <laughs> What's up? What brought you to the say- best show? For for why do I bother? Yeah. I was going to say that every year, I've only lived here for two years, but every year they have these amazing um, Shakespearean productions um, being put on, and every year I dress up really nicely mm-hmm. to go to them, and I spend a lot of time looking nice. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, whether it's a matinee or an evening performance. Mm-hmm. And then when I go, there's always just people wearing like track suits or mm-hmm. t-shirts and shorts, cargo shorts. <laughs> and yeah. multiple times, people have fallen asleep next to me. Oh. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? <laughs> yeah. It's like, look. It's not going to be Ocean's Eleven anytime soon where everybody's <laughs> walking around ring-a-ding-ding dressed like uh, Frank Sinatra, right? Sure, yeah. But it's like, can you can you not fall asleep in your cargo <laughs> shorts at the thing? Like Exactly. These cargo short people, man. Yeah. Like, it's like they're, they're underdressed for the beach, half of them, right? Yes. And we're in the front row. Like we were, well, we were in the front row. We were in the second row. And in the first act, this guy fell asleep, like snoring right mm-hmm. next to me. And he was dressed all casually. And I had spent an hour getting ready, you know, to go to this thing. So, you know. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, he's going. <laughs> Did he snore like that, Three Stooges style? Basically, yeah, as I recall. Well, why do you bother? I don't know. <laughs> because I love the theater, I yeah. suppose. Yes. Well, wait till you see me in, in the production of... What's a Shakespeare one I could have thrown out? Henry the... What? One of them. One of them? Henry. Is there one just called Henry? Probably. Yeah. I'll be in Henry. Shakespeare's Henry. Well, I'm excited to see you in Toronto. Yes, that's or the, later this month. That's the that's the theatrical production you don't want to miss. Yes, exactly. No cargo shorts for that one. <laughs> okay, good to know. No Canadian tuxedos. I'm putting a sign at the door. No Canadian tuxedos. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Did, did Jay Leno invent the Canadian tuxedo? Oh, that'd be too bad. Right. He's yeah. like the only American who really worked the Canadian tuxedo to that degree. Yeah. He popularized it, maybe. Yeah. Well, thank you for the call, and I look forward to seeing you in Toronto. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, this is Abby from Cambridge, Mass. Abby from Cambridge, Mass. Cambridge, Mass, you mean where Sharpling and Worcester are performing? Yeah, I bought tickets. Yeah, I can't wait. Holla. How are you? <laughs> are you uh, ready for comedy to roll through? Oh my gosh, more than ready. And erase, no idea. erase the stink of a hundred, hundred thirty years of, uh, hundred thirty years of Harvard Lampoon, right? Oh my gosh. Bo- oh my gosh, we need it so bad. You know what they made their bones on? Board of the Rings. There was a thing called Board <sighs> of the Rings. Oh, thing. Oh, if, I was, no. if, if a kid wrote that in fourth grade, fourth grade creative writing, be like, see me <laughs> after class. That should be that would be what was written on his paper. See me after class. Oh, Bored of the it's, rings. It was adults. Adult, actual adults wrote that. It's Bo- unacceptable, actually. Bored of the rings. It's not the worst thing that we have going for us around don't here. Don't worry. Though. Don't worry. A great, a great <laughs> cleansing will come to Cambridge. Oh, a oh cleansing of laughter when, <laughs> when Sharpling and Worcester bring bring the noise and the laughs, right? I bought my tickets. Good. Thank you. So what's going on tonight? I have one for the topic. The topic being, why do I bother? 
What do you have? Uh, well, I actually worked at Harvard as a lifeguard. A lifeguard? Formerly. Yes. I guarded their swimming pools. Uh-huh. How'd that go? Yeah. And basically, it was really frustrating because you have these people that are supposed to be the smartest people on the face of this mm-hmm. planet who mm-hmm. cannot swim in a straight line, who look like they are drowning constantly. Yeah. And are they just like, why can't I swim? Excuse exactly. me. I think there's something wrong with your pool lanes. Yes, and they will constantly blame you for, you know, the the water is too cold, the pH is off, something like that. And they use, like, this ridiculous equipment, like, they'll do, like, underwater, like, dancing, jogging, Mm -hmm. paddles on their hands and feet, Mm -hmm. like, things that I just, like, aren't improving their stroke at all, but they just go around in circles, like, it is nonstop. Mm -hmm. You know what these people would like, what you should do? You throw a shark in the pool, right? Not a great white, of course. Yeah, just just like you know, a low key shark. You give them little DL. chomps, right? Little chomps, right? Yeah. You throw a of honey course. badger, and I was watching this honey badger documentary last night. Oh, those! Are you scared of them? Oh my gosh, honey badgers! That's yeah. my spirit animal, man. I'm telling you, man. If I was doing a caper. Like an Ocean's Eleven type caper, I would. Oh it would my be, goodness! It would be me. Picture this: Sharpling's Eleven, <laughs> me, AP Mike, Dudio, Pat Byrne. Oh my god! And seven. I, I, I I'd get seven. Actually, uh, seven honey badgers. Three to Can you do add the break in. Show in Cambridge, please? I would do three, seven honey badgers, four to do the break in, and three to attack those other three guys I just named. Just to watch AP Mike, Dudio, and Pat Byrne get mauled by honey badgers. <laughs> and small sharks. Oh my goodness. Honey badgers. But this is one honey badger, man. This dude broke into a house, opened the refrigerator with his back feet, started rooting through it, eating frozen bacon. <laughs> you know, we have we have uh, cats and rabbit squirrels in Cambridge, so when you come here, you better, like, watch out, because those squirrels will, they will, yeah, you know, and crazy bikers. Uh, I'm not worried about rabbit squirrels. The best show has... A squirrel that is the only rabid quality is that you, the laughter is contagious, and he's of coming course. on in a couple minutes. He actually, I'm just he just slipped me a piece of paper. He's actually watching me in the corner of the room. Oh, he he knows what's up. Yeah, well, he wants to start his show. Okay. Thanks for the call. It. You have a grand evening. You too. Night. Best show. You're on the air. Best show. Me? Yes, you. What's up? Oh, hey, Tom. Hi, who's this? My name is Courtney, and I live in Las Vegas. Courtney from Las Vegas. Yes. Where are you right now? Oh, Summerlin. The Bellagio. Are you at the Bellagio right now? (laughs) Close to the Bellagio, but Mm -hmm. no, not at the Bellagio. What's your favorite slot machine? Um, I like to play uh, roulette, but the kind where you you sit down and there's no dealer, and you can just kind of electronically make your bet. 
Okay. <laughs> What's going on tonight, yeah. Courtney? Um, well, I would like to get your opinion on why I bother gardening at all in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Because then a sandstorm comes through and wipes it all out. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I mean, I plant, you got I all plant those, tons of... You got all those buffets out there. I don't know why you're uh, planting anything, <laughs> right? Well, that's the thing is I can't get anyone around here to help me, you know, with the tips on how to garden in this oh. dirt soil and stuff. But I do like, yeah. I do like fresh vegetables and things and there's not a lot of farmers markets the only thing the only thing you should be planting is planting yourself at a booth at one of those buffets <laughs> right no no Loading i cannot up, do that right no right no i'm not no 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 because it's like a case. trip around the world when you go to the buffet <laughs> ah now i'm in yeah i'm in the far east and i will have <laughs> this, oh it's so i will have this inauthentic yeah. Food from the from from oh, Asia. Yeah. Ooh, that's now so I, awful. That's now, so awful. It's just like oh. you're there. Now I'm in Italy. Let me have food that they don't actually <laughs> eat in Italy. <laughs> ah. Yeah, it's amazing. And right. a grilled cheese sandwich, right? Right. Mm-hmm. If you can get your American food right along with your Middle yes. Eastern buffet, it's exactly. delicious and so authentic, and all in one casino. If I was where you are, no, this is what I would do. What? I'd be gambling like nobody's business, and then I would go to a buffet. <laughs> well, they give you free buffets if you gamble enough. Then so. why don't you gamble every day? Tom. Yeah? I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of your show. Yeah? I'm a fan of your people. Yeah. You really take me as like oh, a Oh, my people, a free- huh? <laughs> My people, who the 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 trash, the refuseniks, the the uh, the hard hats, the hard hats, yeah, yeah. So what would you uh, what would you say? You're a fan, but but here comes the but. What? But I need advice on your fans around the world. You've got you've got lots of Portland fans. You've oh. got lots of Seattle fans. Yes. I need to know. Mm-hmm. How to how to grow beets and or or what is what will work in the desert for me to build a garden? I know in, at Red Rock in Red. Well, Rock. I know one flower that has blossomed out in the Las Vegas desert. <laughs> Brandon that? flowers from the Killers, right? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> when there's nowhere else to yeah. run. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the Las Vegas national anthem, isn't it? He's the he's the University Crest Flower. For all for these sure. things that I've done, <laughs> he's our flower. He is the he is the he is the state flower, Brandon that's, Flowers. That's official. Is his dad really well in flowers? That was really his father. Who? Oh no! But his mother was not Madam, right? A uh, Madam. No, yes, Madam, the puppet, Madam. Oh, uh huh, yeah. Remember that? I can't tell you. I really don't know the the killer's trivia. You know I, when people, I, you know when people say like, "Oh, entertainment now is so terrible." It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. this guy wailing flowers and Madam. This this guy, <laughs> this guy made millions of dollars. 
with the worst puppet act you've ever seen. The uh-huh. best thing about uh-huh. that show was his hat wear, his choice of hats. Right. He always had a jaunty mm-hmm. bowler hat on, right? Yep. To try yeah. to distract you from the fact he couldn't, he was a lousy <laughs> ventriloquist. That's what fashion's for. Mm-hmm. Distraction. He always had a, a nice vest and bowler combo. Right. Distraction from your lack of talent. That's what fashion's for. Well, Courtney, I appreciate the call. You have a grand <laughs> evening. Good luck with your gardening. Okay, thanks, Tom. Good night. Thanks. <clears throat> I said <clears throat> Mike Hey Mike Mickey Mike get in here It's an emergency It's an emergency Get in here Alright alright the one and only AP Mike. Hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. <laughs> I like that uh, little uh, preliminary throat clearing that uh, preceded your uh, entrance. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> E40 in the house. <laughs> Hey, whatever happened to the E? I don't know. The E. (laughs) Right? Yeah. You get it. (laughs) For Ape. Ape Mike. What happened to the E? The E. I don't know. (laughs) Get it? Yeah. All right, all right. What's going on? What's going on? How are you? I'm doing good. Sorry about the Mets. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah, I know what you can do. Hit the baseball once in a while. <laughs> I can catch it. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. What can you do? That's hey, what can you do? That's a good Not point. Not bobble the ball when yeah. it's hit to you? <laughs> From hero to goat. The one guy. It's the Daniel Murphy story. <laughs> Isn't it funny? The one guy's name is Wright. Uh-huh, yeah. And all he did was the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. And that one, homophobe, <laughs> Daniel Murphy. From hero hero to goat. I think I think that's yeah. the, 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 the title for the his. goat the, would get the ball better than he did. His memoir. <laughs> He's a goat would get eat the ball. Uh-huh. He was well. running from that ball. Like it was a hot potato. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, look, I'm sorry they lost. Personally, I jumped ship to the Royals. <laughs> after the first two games? No, after <laughs> game four. Game four, okay. I was like, yeah, these guys are losing. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I got to go with the winner. <laughs> you saw the writing on the wall. Oh, boy. I did see it, and you know what it said? Yeah. Mets suck! <laughs> Hashtag Mets suck! Alright, alright. Wanna welcome everybody <laughs> to a new episode <laughs> of Gary and Mike at the movies! Theme? 
is a thing. Yeah. Fancy. I like it. Jesse did this. You know Jesse? I do. Good guy, good guy. Welcome back to Gary and Mike at the movies. Some movie news. What's up? Star Wars new trailer. <laughs> Looks stupid. Yeah. Big surprise. Yeah. I go to people who are like, where's Luke Skywalker? <laughs> where's Luke? <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh, boy. Gee, I hope he shows up. Right? <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. Guys, just, you're not all... You're not all eight anymore. <laughs> it's time to knock it off. Why don't they just call it what it is? Cash Cow. Yeah. <laughs> the latest episode of yeah. Cash Cow. Yeah. Here's a new trash. <laughs> Cash Cow 7. New trash. <coughs> all right, let's bring the movie, kid. Up to the mic. He's going to tell us what we're reviewing tonight on... Gary and Mike at the movies! Tonight's movie is... Well, why does he talk like this? The Leisure Class, <laughs> directed by Jason Mann, starring Ed Weeks, Bridget Regan, and Tom Bell. The story. William is a debonair Englishman celebrating his upcoming marriage to Fiona, the beautiful daughter of a United States senator and a renowned East Coast family. Yet William is a con man with a fake identity looking to steal funds from the senator's charitable organization. When William realizes he has genuine feelings for Fiona, he begins to regret his predicament. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Movie Kid, is that his name? <laughs> Shut up, Charles and Fiona. <laughs> to a long and happy life together. Aren't they the perfect couple? How can you not vote for this one? <laughs> I want this to be the beginning of the Langston political dynasty. Mr. Dean is at the door. What? No, do not let him in. Would I miss my big brother's wedding? Charles. Fiona. All I did was try to take a little bit of money from this family's foundation. I'm on the verge of a very cushy situation. I can't have things up for me. I'm going to give you $5,000. That'd be brilliant. To leave right now. He has to catch a flight. It's been cancelled. I think it's back on. It's like you don't want me to stay. Concerned about him? Aren't you? Someone has defecated on the Bentley. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. Close off. Okay. What are you waiting for? We need to take care of your brother. I've got that piece in the strangleholds. Watch out! This is getting weird down here. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, uh, yeah. The Leisure Class was a movie from Project Greenlight, a stupid fake reality show about what it's not like to make a movie. <laughs> uh-huh. But let's pretend that it is, but uh, it's not. Okay. It's. Did you watch it? It was on HBO last night. I did. The premiere. I, I had a feeling it might come up tonight, so I... Uh... I subjected myself. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, it was it was a struggle. I mean that uh, 
that opening scene, the, the rehearsal dinner. I thought it was I thought it was taking place in real time. I mean, I, th- I think I've been to uh, rehearsal dinners that were shorter than that. <laughs> Good one. Good one. <laughs> and then it, it just kind of spiraled downhill from that point on. It sucked. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. So dumb. Most boring thing I ever saw in my life. Mm-hmm. It was only 90 minutes long. Yeah. But did you see The Martian? Not yet. Well, look, I'm not going to ruin anything for you. <laughs> when I tell you stuck on Mars, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I know the, the story. Yeah. That movie was two hours and 15 minutes long. This movie is 90 minutes long. This, the Martian took 45 more minutes than the leisure class to have a guy get stuck on Mars. Everyone leaves. <laughs> he figures out how to grow plants <laughs> yeah. and create life. <laughs> then you go to Earth and they realize he's still alive. <laughs> Then they come up with multiple plans on how to rescue him <laughs> and travel yeah. to millions of miles. <laughs> Not to mention the cost. And then, but then it was in 45 more minutes. <laughs> All of that happened with only just 45 more minutes. And in this boring movie, mm-hmm. where it was one night, one night at a... Party! <laughs> Everyone who made this should be ashamed of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And should be forced out of show business. <laughs> this is a blight <laughs> on, not on humanity. Only, <laughs> not only their professional lives, but their personal lives. Uh-huh. And they should just be straight up ashamed. They should all relocate mm-hmm. to like a boat in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> it was the worst thing I ever saw. Yeah. I gave it zero stars and I say, this sucked. <laughs> Leisure class sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Not good. What was what was the worst scene for you? Hmm, what stuck out is, is just like, now it's really getting horrible. When they went to the party, and then everyone jumped in the pool. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. And that one guy is like, it's like he's auditioning for like a local theater version of like Loki from the Avengers, <laughs> right? Like he's like he's like auditioning to be like a a Times Square version of Loki. <laughs> Ooh, it's me, Tee-hee-hee. I'm a little. Impish English guy. Woohoohoo! I'm a, I'm a little imp. <laughs> yeah, we, we never found out why the little imp wanted to spoil his brother's wedding. I mean, you know, they, they gave us vague details about they had a hard, you know, childhood. Their, their parents moved around apparently a lot. But that's all you got. And, and so that, that was reason enough for this yeah, guy so to- boring. The guy who made the movie looked like a praying mantis. <laughs> I thought he looked more like uh, uh, from the Lord of the Rings. Uh, Schmeagle. Schmeagle. 
And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be funny and, and not one laugh. I it's mean, satire! For me, the worst scene was the, uh, I, I thought it was, it was going into, uh, Quentin Tarantino territory. The basement scene. Yeah. Where, where Bruce Davison had to, I felt bad for him, had to go through these theatrical yeah. dramatics that made no sense at all. When they went in the basement, you know what I wanted to do? Yeah. Shut the basement door <laughs> and leave. Yeah. Flip the channel. Don't look in the basement. Uh, what do you give the leisure class? I give it zero stars. Zero. I give it zero stars too. <laughs> and I say it sucked. To double zero. You have any picks? Any movie picks? <laughs> I saw Bridge of Spies. Have you seen that yet? No. Maybe we could do that next time. Bridge of Spies. I've got a very good boot of uh, the end of the tour that I, that I can pass on to you. Great, great. <laughs> it's great to know the bootleggers are working hard and getting David Foster Wallace book tour movies <laughs> out on the, just selling it in the parking lot of a drugstore. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what are you guys looking for? I was surprised to see it myself. He was on the book tour. Who wants it? I ask for Paul Thomas Anderson movies all the time. Never seen it. At the end of the tour, they had it. There it was. What are you saying, these guys? Hey, you have Boogie Nights on DVD? <laughs> no, I, I, the first one I asked for was The Master. And uh, they didn't. Ha I never got that. But they did eventually get uh, Inherent Vice. Yeah. Hey, movie dude. Movie dude. <laughs> he's going to come in. He's got something else. For the wrap-up. <laughs> yeah, for the wrap-up. <laughs> What else can we make fun of him for? <laughs> what else we got? What other picks do I have movie-wise? Um, so Los Angeles plays itself. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh. Dang, you idiots. <laughs> what am I doing by myself? <laughs> this is the most shameful thing ever. <laughs> Happy birthday to... Oh boy, this is Yeah, depressing. this this is pretty bad. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. We got hey, just blow it out. <laughs> oh, it took him three yeah. times. Oh, oh. Yeah, get the defibrillator. <laughs> Happy birthday, AP Mike! Thank you, Gary. That was a nice surprise. We love you. I appreciate it. We love you. Yes, thank you. We love you. <laughs> Right, go, go out, get, get out of here. Go eat your dessert. <laughs> Can I go eat my brownie now? I want my brownie. Don't worry, it's waiting for you. Thinks he's gonna go back out. They're gonna be gone. All right, all right. The show's over. Gary and Mike at the movies. Is over. <laughs> Play the song now. Farewell music. Here we go. Oh, there he goes. That was an exciting episode. And Mike got his uh his brownies. 
Seriously. Happy birthday to AP Mike. Now we can check Gary's music off there. He's gone. So, uh... What if I kept the late... I should do... Somebody said I should do... No... Dude-vember. Next week, no more dudes. No dudes next week either. This has gone so well tonight. Right? And when I say ladies, I mean, it's not ladies, it's no dudes. So anybody, I hope anybody who's uh, uh, on any part of, I sound bad, like trans people, I hope that, uh, they, they will call and be a part. Just none of these gray paint dudes, man. Everybody, it's open. The gates are open. We're showing the dudes the door once and for all, right? Bring it down. But everybody is free to call. Please, everybody call and be a part of the show. No dude Vember. <clears throat> Goes to next week. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. This is Sammy from Chicago. Sammy? Yes. What's up, Sammy? Uh, not much, just doing some homework and super enjoying the ladies' night. I just wanted to thank you so much, and it's really amazing that I'm talking on it right now because this is a truly historic event. But ladies' night has now been called No Dude Vember. I love it, and I fully support it. No Dude Vember. And look, yeah. these dudes are fine. I'm one of them, but I'm not one of them because I'm not a snooze. Yes. These dudes are a snooze, man. Yep. And I think that it's going super well. And I know I already said that, but I am just have never been more proud to be female than talking on the best show as well, one that, of us. <laughs> you might need to go find another reason to be proud to be female. <laughs> yeah, if, I am scraping. If you've the never lately. felt more proud, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's something you have to figure out. But what's going on tonight in Chicago? In Chicago, it's very nice. I did have something for the topic, topic if I could sneak it in. Yes, please. Sure. Um, okay, so I've had this come up a lot lately where um, on the I, I, used, I grew up in Chicago, but I lived elsewhere for a long time, and now that I'm back, I keep seeing people from high school or even grade school in some cases, mm -hmm. but it's, it's not like I run into them on the street. They're on the same bus as me or they're like walking three feet ahead of me. So they're, they wouldn't notice me or they haven't seen me or if they did, they decided not to say anything, but I don't know why every time I will take those two extra like lunge steps forward to tap them and say like, hello, how are you? Um, you know, we haven't seen each other in 18 years, and we didn't have anything in common then, so neither of us enjoy the small talk, and I just don't understand why I keep doing it every single time. Small talk is so hard. Oh, my goodness. Small talk <laughs> is so hard. Like, when you get stuck in some moment like that, then you're just like, uh, and you look at the <laughs> other person, and you realize that if you both had a buzzer that could, like, you could secretly press to end the conversation... You'd be like, 
you'd both press it, right? Exactly. It's like, yeah, I know you probably don't want to be talking to me much more either. But we can't just say hi, right? Right. That's all you're asking for, just say hi. Yeah. I want to say hi, how are you, good to see you, see you next time. Not like, oh, now I'm going to pretend we're best friends. <laughs> no. Yeah. And it would make sense if maybe I had done something. Like, you heard me a second ago when there was an awkward pause. I just said I was never more proud to be female. That's how I feel things like that. So you can imagine how it goes when I initiate it. I feel like I'm responsible for carrying the small talk along, and it's mm -hmm. just bad all around. Wow. It's tricky. I appreciate the situation. Just ride it out. Smile. Be a good person. And if somebody else doesn't want to talk to you, that's on them. That's really uplifting. Thank you. You can't be responsible for their actions or lack of actions. Okay? Okay. All right, have a great night. You too. Bye. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Emma from Toronto. Emma from Toronto? What? <laughs> I know this person. How are you? You, you do. Hi. How, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, What's going I, on? Uh, I, had, I had something quick for the, for the topic, if I could. I'm going to say this. Or that I, I will try to make quick. I will say this first, and I'm not going to give any mm -hmm. details. I'm going to give zero details. <laughs> yeah. When I was in Toronto uh, in September, yep. I got to say hi to you. That is true. And you have the best stories I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> well, thank you, Tom. That's that's good to hear. I'm yes. glad. Someday. I feel like I, I told you, yeah, I one hope of the will, best stories that yeah, I have. Yeah. Well, I hope you will someday tell it on the show. Someday. Oh man, I would I would love to do that someday. Well, look, Absolutely. November was just declared <laughs> no dude vember. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's no, wonderful. I no dudes for the whole month. You're doing this. Sick of these dudes. It's so great. Sick of oh, them. terrible these dudes. Awful. Dude, <laughs> Cheeto fingers, right? They got their <laughs> they got their hot Cheeto dust all over them. What do you call those things? Scalding hot Cheetos. Yes, flaming Cheetos. Boiling hot Cheetos. Boiling Cheetos? What are those things called, Mike? F Mike doesn't know Cheetos. <laughs> what are they called? Flaming hot Cheetos? Piping hot Cheetos? What? Hot Cheetos? No. I said hot. Oh, this guy. Piping hot Cheetos. <laughs> that was my favorite, think, uh, my favorite song yeah. by uh, Flying Burrito Brothers. Hot Cheeto number two. <laughs> I'm not even going to pretend to be able to like follow along with Don't that. Worry. <laughs> I, I barely can. Is. I barely know what I'm talking about with that one. So what's going on tonight, Emma? Um, not much. I have I have one that's that's sort of it's for this topic, but it's also I'm wondering if the door is still open for stories about uh, like dumb things that you said to celebrities one time. Sure. Because I I have a story that's kind of both a little bit let's hear it um yeah, is okay. it you and drake <laughs> oh tom i wish it would be is drake. it you and the that's... dude from bare naked ladies steven uh 
Stephen Stephen Page. Stephen Page. It is not me and Stephen Page. Is it you um, and you and uh, Bubbles from <laughs> Trailer Park Boys? All, all the most notable Canadians. Yes, Bubbles, you're, you're Stephen Page, Drake. Tom, <laughs> Tom, can I say that one of my favorite things in the world was when you did that episode uh, where you were talking to, to Damien from from Effed Up? Yeah. And he asked you if you could think of another Canadian rapper mm-hmm. besides Drake. Yeah. And without even missing a beat, you just said snow. I did say snow. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, delightful. What did he do, Informer? Oh, man. Yeah, Informer. Yeah. Uh, that other one that he had. Yeah, that one might not have made it down here. As far as in America, he had one song. <laughs> you might know five other ones. Those are all yours. Those are not the worlds to share. Canada alone gets... They didn't translate. No, you got the rest of those snow songs are all yours. They're our secret. Oh, boy. What what an honor and a privilege. So what do you have for this... this, uh, What what celebrity embarrassing thing do you have? Okay. So my Why Do I Bother is is exercise and like going to the gym mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel like every once in a while I'll sort of get it into my head that that's a thing that I'm supposed to be doing just because you know it's good for your mental health and stuff and so I, I I will decide to go to a gym and it always ends up flaming out spectacularly and about about a year ago um, I went to I joined a gym and they said well you get one free personal training session when you mm. when you join and so I said yeah sure and I went to the personal training session, and the guy who was my personal trainer was very nice, but I don't think he was prepared for, like, how, like, I think even I was, like, uniquely kind of, like, scrawny and, like, like not good at, uh-huh. at doing stuff. Okay. And he was, like, he was trying so hard to be nice to me, but it wasn't worth And I was wearing, like, I was wearing, like, shorts from my high school. Like, they had the high school logo, like, embroidered on them. Uh-huh. And I was... And a bootleg, like, Prince t-shirt that I bought at a garage sale. And, like, I just, I was not, I was not ready to, to work out. But this dude was, like, very nice to me. Um, and then uh, this past month, I was working for a fancy Toronto magazine uh, covering the film festival that happens here. And and at one point, one of our, um, one of our like, other writers dropped out. And so I had to cover a party. It was like a big, fancy uh, film festival premiere-type party. And I don't really know how to do that. Like, that's not a thing that I've done very often. But I was like, oh, sure, no problem. And I, I showed up. And I, I didn't know anyone there. And it was it was very, like, uh, like very fancy and very packed. And, uh, and I started drinking the free wine that they had uh, because I – because I was nervous and I was trying to like listen in on famous people's conversations that were happening at the party so that I could have something to write about. Like I was trying to write about, like I was trying to eavesdrop on like Michael Keaton and stuff and it it was not panning out. And so about two hours into the party uh, and three, three glasses of wine, I decided that I was going to leave. And as I, as I was on my way out, the, the, I heard a, a voice say, Emma, and it turned around, and it was the personal trainer who oh. had trained me this this one time, who I guess remembered my face. Uh huh. And and I was like, oh boy. And I I 
I sort of turned around and I was like, hi. And, and we sort of, we chatted for a second and I said, what are you doing here at this, at this fancy movie party? And he went, oh, it's my sister's party. And I said, really, who's your sister? And, uh, he sort of turned and I saw that he was standing next to Rachel McAdams and I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. And so his sister was Rachel McAdams. And so I, I stood there because suddenly I'm like a little bit drunk. And I'm in a conversation with the, a dude who saw me work out in sh- in like gym shorts from my high school once, and and Rachel McAdams. And so I was I was trying to be cool about it, but I was not feeling very cool. And at one point, like everyone else in the conversation, kind of dropped away. Like everyone sort of left or was talking to each other. And I was left like making direct eye contact with her, and we were kind of staring at each other for like a like a good like 30 seconds of silence and she was being very polite and like very lovely and very sweet and i couldn't think of what to say and i was really panicking what did you say and so i just i just went your your brother saw me lift weights once and and she started she started to she was trying so hard to be nice and she went she she sort of went yeah, like he he'll do that, but before she even finished the sentence, I like stepped on that and I was like, I was wearing a stupid t-shirt. Oh, and and then Emma. she kind of looked at me and then I kind of looked at her and then I just like walked away. <laughs> That's all you can do though. That's what it's I like even, when you're in oh, that moment. So bad. You walk away, so bad. right? Um, you just said. I just, it was so slow. I didn't even say yeah. goodbye. Like, I just all you can do. walking. All you can do is walk away. You just go, see you in the next life. Yep. Rachel McAdams. I'm done yep. with, you and I are done with this one. Catch you on exactly. the next one. Yep. All the best. Your brother saw me lift weights once. Yes. Goodbye. And I was wearing a dumb t-shirt. Yep. All right, Emma. So that's, that's a pretty good story. Yep. Not as good as the one you <laughs> told me, that. though. <laughs> all right someday Tom. someday someday all right i will talk to you later have a great night thank you so much Bye. okay final calls then we we end the show and we're going to do the half hour power and that dudes can call during that because it's unscreened everybody can call during the half hour power best show post show unscreened phone calls best show you're on the air hi tom it's emer from madison wisconsin Ema, how are you tonight? So we just had Emma, and now we have Ema. Emer. Emer, I'm sorry. Yes, that's fine. Um, it's good. I have one for the topic. What do you have, Emer? So Madison has a really weird apartment rental system okay. where you have to start looking at apartments like eight months before you're going to rent, and everything, all leases start in August. Mm-hmm. And so it means that when you're looking at apartments, you can look at a ton of apartments. And also, if your apartment is, like, up to be leased, a lot of people will look at it. And so I always find when I know my apartment's going to be shown that I, like, feel like I need to go the extra mile and making it look really great so that whatever garbage people are looking at it will think that it's really cute and I have great taste. And then I go to all these other apartments, and they look terrible. Like, nobody's even bothered to clean, and I just feel like, why do I bother? Why do you bother? Total dump. These garbage dumps, right? There was a rabbit living in my apartment when I looked at it, and I still rented it. Like, like, nothing matters. You're like, oh, I I could give you a check right now. 
(laughs) This is great. The rabbit likes it. You're in a panic. Yeah. I'm with you, Emer. I hear you. Thanks for the call. (laughs) Thanks. Have a great night. You too, bye. All right. Final two calls. Best show, you're on the air. Hi. This is Roxy in Los Angeles. Roxy in Los Angeles. I know who this is. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Nothing. I'm sitting in my car. I just got out of yoga. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I only have one for the topic because of this class. I just tried to do like a really stupid hand. I mean, it wasn't stupid. I tried to do a handstand. It didn't work out well. I don't know why I bother. But why I you bother trying to do handstands? Why I bother trying to take these classes? It's just like I constantly hurt myself. I'm covered in bruises. You're trying, you're trying crazy yoga stuff that you can't handle. I guess so. I thought I could handle it, but I can't. Well, uh, maybe. This is a rough. Look, <laughs> stupid. You might just have to go go the other way. Go with the heavy bag. Go with the medicine ball that they you throw around. Go into one of those no old old timey tanks where your head's sticking out. <laughs> you might need to go the other way. Exercise equipment of yesteryear, um, right? I don't know. That belt, that that jiggle belt, <laughs> <laughs> that seems like all it does is like rearrange your organs. I only that always makes me think of Pee Wee's Playhouse because he had one. He had a jiggle belt in that. Yeah, you don't remember that? I don't. I don't remember the jiggle no. belt. I remember that. I don't know. All right, Roxy, I got to wrap the show up. That's fine. I didn't even listen. I just wanted to call it. Oh, well, excuse me. No, I really wanted to. I didn't. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Why do I bother? Why? Exactly. All right. You have a great night. (laughs) Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. It's Lisa in Orlando. Lisa in Orlando. How are you? I'm terrified because I don't want to be the end of the show creep. Don't worry. You're not. You're not the end of the show creep. Why would you think I would make you the end of the show creep? What are you doing tonight, Lisa? Well, it's midnight, and you know, I, I, I'm, I'm calling you. That's my big event of the night. Okay. So I've got one for the topic. Uh huh. What do you got? Okay. So where are you calling from, I... by the way, Lisa? Orlando. Orlando. No, but where are you right now? In your house? Yeah. Why is it bad? Does it sound? No, bad? no, no, no. I wasn't sure if you were. It sounded like you might be outside. I thought I heard oh. some rustling of shrubs no no No. okay (laughs) look someone's gotta be the creep i know you're not a creep go ahead you're not a creep Uh, i don't think you're a creep you just have a sickness you gotta look in windows (laughs) i'm not putting any judgment on it it's an illness i appreciate that I, I, i can't help it right exactly so go ahead lisa okay so i'm a few people that might have been paying attention to me on Halloween on Twitter know a little bit about this, but my mom right now is in a assisted living facility, uh, rehabbing from a broken hip. Um, and most of the people there are very, very old and, um, you know, not necessarily in their right mind capacity. And, um, uh, on Halloween, some of the employees thought it would be fun to dress up, I guess. And so, you know, some of them just wore like cat ears or dressed up like a cowboy or 
two fun things, but one of the orderlies um, decided it would be a great idea to dress up like Darth Vader. And he had, you know, lifts in his shoes and the Uh full costume and the mask and the recording of the voice and the song and the lightsaber. And he freaked me out, and I'm not in late stages of dementia. Just early stages. But anyway, but it was scary. So, you know, he was going in and checking on these patients. And um, at one point, one of his patients, this gentleman down the hall from where my mom is, was yelling out, Help me, help me. You know, it was heartbreaking, right? Yeah. So I got to know the staff fairly well, and I was just trying to be helpful. So when Darth Vader, like, was not right there, I went to one of the nurses, and I said, hey, you know, um, sounds like Mr. I I won't say his name, is is calling out, and he sounds terrified, and do you think maybe someone, you know, else could go and check on him? Oh, yes, yeah, I'll get right on it. So... Guess who goes in to check on him? Darth Vader is what I'm No, guys dressed as Spider-Man. Like, with the oh. mask and everything. What are you, what are you at a party crazy. city? <laughs> right? This is hospital? I know. It's, a, it's ridiculous. But it was horrible. I thought, you know, maybe not the best idea ever. Yeah. So, anyway, that's, I was like, why do I bother? I'm with you, Lisa. I agree. <laughs> I'm glad that you got through it, though. Thank you. Um, and, and for anyone who cares, my mom's doing great. Good. I'm glad. Okay. That's what matters. Okay. I'll talk to you <laughs> later. Right. Have a great night. Thanks, Tom. You Bye-bye. too. Bye. All right. Best show's over. How was that episode, Mike? What? A five. What, and what are you doing the call-in thing? Oh, okay. Final call. Final call. Best show. You're on the air. Hi. It's uh, Terry. DJ Harry, Tennessee. what? Hi. How are you? I am fine. How are you? I'm good. I got a final minute of the show. You're the final caller. Okay. Um, I just wanted to um, ask you about this no dude member. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm uh, in favor of this. You don't know if you're in favor of it, really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Two reasons. Number one, I love when you make fun of dudes yeah. or anybody. But oh, I'll be making fun dudes. of them. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, when you come up with funny names for people and, yeah. you know, just, or you got them uh-huh. or bad, bad company them. Yeah. Don't worry. You know? As long as you I got that one dude and... who screens calls here and I got that uh-huh. other, those two other dudes who run, who help with the other stuff, we'll be a, we'll serve, we'll make it. And now this, I'm going to say this. Yes. Because I'm concerned for your health. Okay. Do you know how, I mean, I'm just going to break the fourth wall here. I know you very, 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 very well. You do. As your wife. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I know how in person you are the world's nicest, most sweetest, Mm -hmm. thoughtful person. Yeah. You're like, holy sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. you're a crapasaurus on the air. Yeah, right? I like know. that's your thing, right? Three and hours, I, I like... get it out of my system, and I'm the nicest guy the other six days and 21 hours. Right. Like, whereas I just feel like I'm just crabby, and I wish I could be that nice, you know, whatever. Or, anyway. <laughs> or not that I'm just crabby all the time, but I just feel like, I don't know. 
And I feel like when you do your show and you get to, like, be the curmudgeon. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's like, you know, you, 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 get was, some, you know, I, I just did, feel like you're going to be I, like, oh, I well, don't want to be me. I want to dump. Don't worry. These nice ladies. I only want to dump dudes. And then, you know. Don't worry. No, no, no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> this is the thing. Don't worry. You're going to be alone. It's going to be fine. Sudden. There'll be hang-ups. There'll be bad companies. You're, you're the whole array. Bad co- you're you're going to have full equality. Oh, full equality. You're going to dump. you got to be a good caller. Company. Okay. On right. the, yes. A, a lady. All right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's that's right. Okay. Don't worry. All right. You have a grand evening. Okay. You have a great night, sir. And the best show is now over. Thank you. Good night. Night. So, everybody, I have ended the best show. Go in peace. Oh, I didn't pick any music out to say goodbye to. Man, that dog that uh, Dudio boosted is barking. He did not. He's not going to like getting flipped. If you don't like it now, wait till he gets flipped. You ain't going to like that. I'm going to play another song by Wimps from their new album, Suitcase. It's on Kill Rock Stars. We're going to hear a song called Dump. And the best show will be back next week. And we will do the half hour power next. Best show post show. 30 minutes of unscreened calls. Here is Wimps. Yeah, Wimps. See you next week on the best show. Good night.